Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Welcome to another special episode of Mr. Curfew Up Dog. You got us dialed in here. We dialed in at the Waste Management Open this here. This is a special edition. We're here uh, for the second stop on the Fella Tour. We have some incredible guests Fella. lined up. We got some golfers, some world-class golfers. We some got some rrr. sticks. We got some guys that could take you down the golf course. I'm sure. Yeah, I know, I know. And guys with a lot better tans than we have. I know. Is our tan a lot better, good? probably bank accounts too. <laughs> well, the way we're spending money, yeah, they got fucking more than us. But uh, and you know what? We're also bringing a special edition with an old friend of ours and an old teammate, a guy that battled his ass off in the hockey arena, and now is actually taking really good care of us here at the Waste Management Open. So we're excited to have on, uh, you know, our boy Darcy Hordachuk. We got Darcy Hordachuk coming at you. We, we got, got Mike Darcy. Commodore, who's our last, going to be our last guest, and he's going to be bringing the heat, I'm sure. And then we're lucky enough to have uh, our boy Steeler, Brendan Steele. I mean, you won't find a nicer guy in golf than Steeler. Uh, and then you got us, Keegan Bradley, who we got to play around the golf with back in my short stint with Florida, who you've been buddies with for a long time. And Max Homa. And Max Homa, the man, the myth, the legend, Max Homa, the Twitter king. Of the, of the golf tour. So uh, we're happy to be here. Happy DraftKings. we got a setup between 10 and 17 at a sports book. It's unbelievable. Hall Pass has dialed us in again. Um, this is going to be a great day. Well, big fella, uh, we're sitting here at Waste Management Open. It's nice early. early. It's early. I'm a little chilly. I had my coffee. I had no Baileys yet. So, <laughs> um, And I'm, we're proud to welcome in a longtime friend of ours since we both played in Florida for a cup of coffee, Keegan Bradley. Thanks, boys. Keeks, thanks for coming on Missing Curfew. We appreciate you taking the time out of your morning. Uh, have you hit any nuggets yet? I haven't. I just got here. I get to pro-am this afternoon. I'm playing with Aaron Rodgers. You oh, are? So I'm kind of, nice. I'm kind of, I love, when I play pro-ams and I get to play with other athletes, especially football, it's such a, it's so much fun for me because I'll be ripping them with questions. Do you think you're, <laughs> is this like sleeping with the enemy, being a Boston boy? Like, you yeah. know, a hey, Green listen, Bay Packer? Maybe he'll come to the Patriots. Yeah, right? <laughs> I yeah, doubt is this, that. But. Is there some sort of backstory to the, why they have you playing with them? Or? I, I don't know. I, I, I might, someone texted me, he goes, you're playing with Rodgers. And I was like, wow, that's going to be fun. And then I looked it up and it's the CEO of Waste Management. So I got to be on my game this awesome. afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No that's, wonder you had to come early. Yeah, okay? yeah And yeah. then you're like, I got to work with the coach after yeah. this. And that's right. Oh, that's no, a that's thing great. Too, because I'm not saying I have the best golf swing ever, but I went over there to watch some of the pro ams warming up. It can get dicey out it there. It can get dicey. It can get dicey. You always yeah. got to stay behind the pro am guys because they can hit you. Yeah. <laughs> Obi was just over on the range. He got here and he's like, "Let's go watch a couple guys." And he said, uh, "CC Sebastia was just slashing it." Yeah, he was getting a little steep on the wedges. Keeps yeah. Getting a little <laughs> steep on the wedges. I, well, it's amazing because they come out and there's people out here yeah. and they're. I, I couldn't imagine how nervous they'd be. They could, they could hit somebody in the head. Yeah, and it's then I saw Phelpsy out there. He topped a couple, but he, was, yeah. he had a big gallery around him. But uh, he's yeah. a big golfer. Um, Keegs, this is, uh, you've been, you know, around the tour for 11, 10, years. Um, a lot of success, Ryder Cups, 
PGA Championship. Um, what's this like, this tournament here to, you know, to the tour and to the players? Do they like coming here? Is this a, is this one that you got to check off? Yeah. I mean, when growing up, you, you're as a rookie, this is one you're excited to play in. It's not for everybody. Some guys come one year and that's it. But you know, for, for, for me and for a lot of guys, you know what you're getting coming in and it's great for one week. And then when you're pulling out of here, you're like, all right, I can take a break. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So I feel like one bad performance here kind of ruins your whole experience moving forward because if the fans remember that you kind of like right. you had a bad shot on 16 and they got after you and you didn't know how to handle yourself, like they'd be on you every time you come back. Totally. Well, the it's actually, for me, for most players, it's not bad in there, but when you get to the outer edges of the course where maybe some of the people have trickled out after yeah. 50 <laughs> drinks and that, that's where they get you. And it's like Some guys laying in the yeah, bunker, yeah, yeah. starfish. Yeah, you suck. They're like screaming at you. We're not used to that stuff out here. Uh, do you think it, if this was if you uh, transported this into Boston with Boston fans, do you think it would be crazier, like the yes. way the Boston fans get? Yeah, them? I think it would. Every time I go in there, I I figure I kind of think this is kind of what it would be like to play in Fenway Park. This is my my yeah. version of Fenway. Of I, course, yeah. So I I really enjoy it. And what's great about that hole is it's not super hard. It is because of the because of the atmosphere, but. It's not like 17 at Sawgrass where you could make a you know million on this hole. It's a, it's normally a wedge or a nine iron, sometimes less. So you know it's a perfect hole for what they got going in there. So Kings, you're a veteran now, but you know your first couple tourneys here when you were young, rookie on the tour. Did you did you miss curfew your first couple weeks here? This tournament? <laughs> Be like, all right, all right, Kings, I got to tighten up a little bit if well, I'm going to play in the waste management here. So w- my rookie year, we we didn't start in the fall like they do now. So okay. this so this would have been like my third or fourth event. So this. This was an eye opener. Yeah. This was like, holy cow! This is, this is bigger than anything I've ever played in. This is if you came out in a day like t- today on a Wednesday, and saw this many people. This is like a regular tour event day, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, and then you come out on, you know, the weekend, and it's there's two hundred thousand people here, maybe, you know. So it's Wild. it's really really cool. I, I, and every year it grows. Like there's a whole new grandstand by by the twelfth hole this year stadium looking thing that you know who knows what's going to look like in 20 years it's crazy do you have any do you have any moments here that you you look back on that yeah so uh probably seven eight years ago i was in the final group here on saturday and saturday's the day the crazy day and i was playing with phil and phil's you know this this is is his his spot so we get to 16 he he ended up winning that year we won by a million and (laughs) and, and he gets on the tee and it's a famous shot for him and he gets up and he hits it to like this and it looks like from our angle, it's going to go in. It's going straight at the hole. And the crowd went so bananas, and they could not control the crowd. Like, it was gone. They are like, trying to, like, quiet, please. And we're like, we have, me and Bill Haas have to hit. And the people are going crazy, screaming. I get up to the green, and I'm kneeling down to, to read a putt, and this, somebody threw a banana, and it went like, it grazed my head and smashed on the green and, like, exploded. <laughs> it, it was wild. I mean, it, it – uh, Anytime you're out here with Phil, but especially in that. Yeah, you know, yeah totally the banana peel trick. He'll get you. <laughs> heads up. I'm talking, you played around with Phil, right? Dude, how, how? I got to play around with Phil Steeler and our, and our boy Steeler, yeah, and uh, and J.J. Dunham, who's actually playing here yeah. today, um, boss from, from Discovery. But How much did Obi- he take from you? He took, uh, he took a bit. He, he took a chunk. <laughs> it was worth by a chunk, right? it was about 25 Benjamins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it was a it was after like a three week bender with you and Lupul in London. So, are you guys uh, are you guys ever not on a three week bender? Well, I can control <laughs> yeah, him. We now. slowed down. We slowed right, down. Right, Keegan, right. I can control down. him now. And and you pick your spots. And I was always good at picking my spots, <laughs> especially on the road. But um, you know, Steeler called me 
and he's like basically you know we're going to shady canyon tomorrow morning i got around with phil and phil's buddy who's probably your handicap can you play I'm like, Steeler, I have not literally picked up a club. This is like a loophole story because Loops never, you know, he goes to New York for yeah. three months, comes back and wants to golf four straight, days right, right, in a row. Right, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to show up. I'm going to give you my best. Right. I'm going to battle hard. <laughs> you got a guy that's going to go in the trenches. Yeah, you're and, good. You're a good player. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I felt good. Felt on the front. And then Phil on number two, which is a par three, we were playing from the tips. It was like 195. And he hit like a six iron into the wind to like a foot and a half. And I'm like thinking... Oh fuck! Okay, here we go. And then, and then he started to use the the I rule book on us. You know how Phil can use <laughs> yeah, the rule book, right? Yeah. It's like a thing Phil does where you know he'll blow one out, and all of a sudden, like the ball is is in a spot where he just pulls the rule book out on you, and he starts naming rules, and you're like, "Fuck, okay, just you get a free drop." Right? Yeah, yeah. So Steeler would always tell me about the old Phil Phil Mickelson. But Phil rule was book. good to you and Steeler, right? When you guys were young, I remember Steeler when I first met Steeler, golfing with him, and how much you know. You guys would practice with Phil and travel yeah. sometimes with him. That's just pretty cool. He what what was so surprising for me coming out in the tour was how eager the veterans and guys like Phil, like you know Hall of Famers, wanted to help the younger the younger group of guys. And I, you know, it's it's so strange to like when you guys came into the NHL to meet your idols and then maybe become friends with them. Yeah. And Phil Phil was a guy that I was able to talk to and ask advice for uh, with, and he would give me you know first-hand advice on stuff like that and you know I found myself in some positions where I couldn't believe I'm having this conversation with Phil Mickelson and how valuable it was for me yeah that's kind of like me when I played with Matt Sundin in Vancouver we signed Matt's I grew up a Leafs fan and all of a sudden I'm sitting in the dressing room and I'm driving the airport with Matt Sundin talking about the you know the right. second period of our game and stuff so I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about um, speaking of idols let's switch gears different sport but you know, you play golf in, in, in southern Florida at uh, the Grove 23, a place that I've been to, beautiful spot that, that our boy Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. not our boy, but your boy. Um, <laughs> the, he'll be your boy someday. He'll be your yeah, boy he, someday. Yeah, he's taking another little bit of cash off me, which we don't have to talk about. But um, you talk about idols. What's it like to get to know Michael? He, you had him at the Ryder Cup. He's always around Team America, you know, Team USA. Just the presence he has, what it's like to kind of get to know him, how, you know, how driven he is. Yeah, I mean that's probably the most surreal one. Yeah. You know, it's it's the the craziest thing in my life is getting getting out here, meeting my idols, just saying hi to them, and then the yeah. next step is becoming you know friends with these people. And what I've I've never met anybody in my life like MJ. No, He's me neither. The nicest, most genuine. He you know he plays with my buddies that I grew up with just as much as he plays with me. He's just a he's the most normal, down to earth guy you've ever met. But then you realize he's Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I I can't imagine the stuff that he goes through in terms of, you know, his celebrity status. And he handles it with such great, like it's unbelievable to watch him interact with people. And yep. he's the he's the greatest, one of the greatest humans I've ever met in my life. I got to be honest, I yes. think I've watched that last dance five or six yeah, times. It's, it's so good. Like so just, good. just to hear him talk and how much of competitive he was. And I love at the Grove, it's true that he's made the fairways wider where he hits and stuff like that. Yeah, that's I mean, a, he's I tough mean hey, there. if you're MJ, he is tough there. I'm, gonna, if it's, I'm MJ, I'm doing the same thing. If you built your own course, wouldn't you do that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 Especially yeah. the greatest athlete in the whole world. Yeah, yeah 100% yeah. I would. So. Yeah, Obi, if you hit it over like 300. It's you're getting into the. I might be able to play there, boys. I'm a 280 buncher. <laughs> oh, then you and yeah. MJ, yeah, you smoke a, a stogie with them. <laughs> you'd have to have a good short game. Yeah, I love MJ's the, short game is 
so oh, good. It's impeccable. He's I as bet. good of a putter as uh, you know. He could be his stats. I bet you would be similar to guys out here. Yeah, it's wow. very very good. I remember one thing when you were, you were, I think you chirped about taking some money off him or something on Twitter, and then he come back. He's like, I'm not wearing Eric Keegan's or something. Yeah, there's, there's, there's you never, <laughs> he's the quickest yeah. guy ever. So, like, you, you never want to really cross him because he'll just come back at you with so, so much worse. <laughs> and, he, and, and then you're kind of you're thinking about it later at night, like, oh, man, that was tough. But, yeah, yeah he's quick, man. Keegs, so. I wanted to ask you, like, you had so much success early on tour, and then, I don't know if struggle, but then you got back in the winner's circle. How how hard was it to have the success early and then struggle? For me in my career, I had struggled early and then finally made it to the league. Like, how hard was that for you on tour? It was tough because you know you're. It happened so fast. My you know my first couple yeah. years, it was like a whirlwind. You know, I didn't even, I didn't even realize really what I was doing probably until the last couple of years. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's tough because you're watching Ryder Cups, Presidents Cups, or majors, and you're not there, and it's it's difficult. But what all the pro, what all the Ernie else, I was, he flew me home on his plane one time, and we both missed the cut at, at Byron Nelson. And he said, he, t- he t- spoke to me about this dip that he had in his career. And, he, and Phil said this, all these guys said, you got to enjoy this time. Enjoy the battle back to where, you know, you want to be because you'll enjoy that actually more than winning. Yeah. And so it was an unbelievable advice. And then I asked him, I go, so what was your, what was your dip? What year was he goes? Well, it, I forget what year it was. He goes, I went from first in the world to seventh in the world. <laughs> I was like, oh, You're God, like, wait, Ernie, wait, hang in there, bud. Boys, Ernie Els, I think we could all say this. Ernie Els was such a great like, the, like guy to watch on tour, oh. and just the way he carried himself, and then he just always looks so professional. He is. He's such. He's big too. Like he feel like he could. He just bonky on the top of the head <laughs> if he wanted to. There's a story about Ernie coming back from a trip, like from. Is it the British Open or something? Where he headbutted someone was playing or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the plane? Do, I don't know if we're supposed to tell we that. Can we tell that? I don't, I don't know if we're supposed to tell that. I don't actually know the complete story. I'm just thinking I there's a beauty story of Ernie Somebody Hell's told somewhere. us one day golf, and I can't remember. I think I was with you when we heard the story. Maybe it's but I don't know who it was. I don't know. <laughs> um, Keegs, we're here at DraftKings. DraftKings obviously set up this beautiful tent here between 17 and 10. Um, you know, Boston Company, sports betting company. Yeah. You got any picks for the Super Bowl? What are your What are so your thoughts? So I, when I look at I look at Joe Burrow and these Bengals, I think there's a lot of Brady vibes. I know. And yeah. So do vibes. I, dude. So do I. I want to bet. I I I want to bet them. I also got my eye on this Sony Michelle over 16 yards that I like. Oh, oh wow! So it's, a, right. it's, a, it's a deep look track at that, one. Folks. Yeah, look I, at that. I got my eye on that. I'm gonna write that down. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean he he was getting the majority of the carries until Acres came back, but. 16 yards is fun. You can get That's that one carry. Yeah. Um, he was a beast six. in the second half because I had him on my fantasy team all year in the first half, and then I yeah. let him go, and then all of a sudden, Sony Michelle was killing it for the Rams down the stretch. Yeah, and I think they're going to – if the Rams get up, I think they'll give him the ball because Aker's been fumbling a little bit. So, I don't know. I, I got my eye on that one. Yeah. Yeah, That's uh, well, you know, we, we live in the L.A. kind of area, Newport Beach, and – it's kind of Ram country. People are like fired up. Like yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to Moneyline Rams, everything, and I'm like, man, Joe Burrow to me is just he's he's ice cold, man. He's kind he of is, like, he, yeah. It feels like that year that that the yeah. Brady won. Everyone, Rams. everyone thinks like, oh, they shouldn't be here. They're a couple years out, and then Brady, they won six. Like, I've just it's got that sort of vibe to it. In Burrow. Even seems more comfortable than Brady did. I know, did. I know, because uh, he, he doesn't get hit like Brady did. Yeah, when Brady yeah, was younger. He yeah. doesn't have to worry about these guys trying to kill him. Kill him yeah. Speaking of Brady Kings, did you watch the man in the arena? I didn't. I okay, haven't. okay. It's you, too. You, I, I'm I'm like a 12 year old still with my fan yeah, dump yeah. for the Patriots. I'm going to watch it, but I uh, 
I don't know. I, I can't get myself to do it. Okay, I'm well, so bummed out. One you might like before that, then. I just watched it. Well, they, they do the tuck rule with Woodson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. They do that from Brady's home in Tampa, which you talk about shacks. What a shack. Yeah. And they go through the tuck rule play. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah, great yeah. to see them go back, and Woodson's not giving an inch. He's like, that's a fumble. I mean, that's of course a, it's a fumble. Of course it's a fumble. I know, but the refs still the to course this day history. Is like, yeah. With that rule, yeah. they're like, it was the tuck rule. Well, so maybe you watch that one first you, to get you right. Up. And then you watch like the stuff that happens to Brady. You watch that Rams game where they're the ball snapping the ball over Stafford's head. It's like unbelievable things that happen to <sighs> yeah, him. He's just got it. Yeah, he's got it all, doesn't he? The hair. He's got it all. Wife, you know, so, kids, houses. He's, yeah. he's got it all. He's I think his hair's getting better each it's, time I see him, and his skin's getting much. better each time I see him too. He's going up dog style in the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Keegs, I want to talk to you about Boston some more. Um, we did a fun thing about wind songs, and my favorite wind song right now is, is Dirty Water. Man, I don't know. The, Bru- the Bruins have been on a winner. I don't, when, I, when I hear that song, it's just, it just feels good. That's yeah, a great they, tune, isn't it? I, you know what I love about the Bru- like, I, I When Thority played for the Bruins, I, he's a friend, of my, a friend of all of ours, yeah. and I was so into him. And then when he kind of left, and I don't live in Boston, it's so hard to follow these totally. every week. It, Patriots easier to play once a week. Yeah, yeah. But it's so amazing they have like the same guys on that team that they did with Thority. Yeah, and it's so fun to watch them. I just hope I saw that Tuca might be done. Ah, yeah, I know that I was know. such a cool that was, story. Yeah, that, was yeah. News, that. that, that news kind of surprised me. Me too. Yeah, a guy you know he's it's worked hard. He came back from an injury. You know, I, I thought it was just what Boston needed to kind of like. Yeah. yeah, they're in it again. Yeah. They could win again. And you he, know, but, but you know how hard it is to jump it's, in. It's yeah, hard yeah. to jump. Like I did it two years in Europe. Obviously, I'm a bigger guy, but even up he did in Switzerland, like it's hard to jump in halfway through, especially yeah. at the NHL level. I don't care what position or how good you are, so maybe that. But yeah, I was bummed too because I was happy to see him back. Yeah, well, it sort of had like a cool vibe to it. Like, okay, we'll make a little run with Tuca, last run with those group of guys. But you know, I I love Tuca. I love that whole team and all that. You talk about Florida. Have you been to any Panthers games? Because they got an absolute star-studded Buddy. team. Yeah, they're so good. And First they're, period, and they're selling out the arena. I know. I I remember a story you told. Hopefully I can tell it. Oh, you can tell uh, it better, both. Missing curfew, baby. Back in the day when Dale Talon was the GM, you said, there was like, I remember going to games, there was 2,000 yeah, people. No, oh, yeah. I know. And I you know. said you used to be able to hear him yelling yeah. from you from the top. <laughs> <laughs> yelling at Bobby, you. get the puck out. Yeah. <laughs> what is I'm sure do it on the ice? <laughs> I, re- I just thought that story was in the NHL, and you could hear the general well, manager yeah, screaming and, not, and not only that, kid, you know, the fans and they can hear what you're saying. So right. It's like fucking. I loved know. going to those yeah. games. It was so fun to go to those games and not worry about the crowds. And yeah. you could get and you could you could hear you guys yelling at each other. It's great. Yeah. So Thority came to us. Uh, you know, my third year, and uh, at that point, like my first year, we had made the playoffs. Yeah. And I talked to Jonathan Huberto about this this week, but the vibe that place gets, they need like something to cheer for, mm-hmm. and the playoffs is like something they've never, they've never like you know been in that sort of situation like the kids have never came to a yeah. game and witnessed like what playoff energy is mm-hmm. like and so that's just you know south florida needs that i think you know finally the panthers are kind of where yeah and where it's tricky because no one's from florida right totally so you grew up in boston my, your grandmother's a bruins fan yeah and you, you, <laughs> Montre- you have no you know, choice there's a lot yeah. of montreal fans yeah. there, and you know ontario people it's it's retirement haven or yeah. professional golfer haven yeah um uh but yeah like the panthers are where you know Tampa Bay, just unfortunately, Tampa Bay has been so damn good yeah. in the yeah. last you know, 10 good. years that the Panthers just, it's hard to come out of that. But well, Tampa seems to be putting some really good teams together in all sports lately. Yeah. Football, baseball, they're hockey. Like the Boston of yeah. the, of the yeah. two Champa, They're Tampa Bay now, right? Champa That's what they call them. 
Should we talk about management, Sean Thornton, now or what? Hey, big Thornton. Yeah, let's uh, throw Thornton uh, a bone. Hey, Thornton, he's all management so, on us now. Keegs, hey, we see him down at the All Star Game. He's got the suit on. He's he looks up. like the UFC light heavyweight champ of the yeah, world, too. He, does. he looks like he could just squeeze my neck off. Not that he could before. Could. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys still keep in touch, obviously. We do. We play. He's we've, killing it. We've played a bunch at the Grove, actually, the last couple months. And he comes in. He's all serious. He's, he's different, Thornton. I know. It, it, but he's doing good. Yeah, like, he's, he's killing it. He's, he's killing you know, Thornton, anybody who meets Thornton, he's. The greatest guy, like, and he gets along with everybody. You know, I'm, I'm happy for him that he transitioned like that so quickly from playing to the in the front office or whatever he's doing. But yeah, it's weird seeing st- serious stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, tell me a joke or something. Yeah. Right? Tell hey, me a story. Have an IPA and chill. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we only, going? The only ter- this the only tournament I've ever had to withdraw from is because of Thority. Oh, really? They, uh, you had to withdraw from the Green Bar. We were. It was after one of the Bruins games. We we used, I used to flap the playoff games all the time, and we were out at this at, after they won. I think they beat the Penguins in four games in the Eastern Conference Finals, and we go out with Thority and all my buddies, and I was just chirping at him all night, like you know I'm gonna like just being a total dick, and then all of a sudden he just puts me in one of these like choke holds, and, he, oh, and no. it, it tweaked my shoulder. <laughs> and I wake up the next day, I'm like, oh, God. So I always tell him, you're the only guy that, it's the only tournament I have to withdraw from is because of you. He put me in one of these, I'm like, dude, you got to stop or I'm going to die right now. <laughs> like, dude, I got T-type Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if I missed the cut, I would have made 25 grand. Yeah. So you owe me 25. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So did you get to party with the cup when you won it and see it and all that stuff? Or you got so tight with it? Yeah. I, it was after that. But so my, I told him my lifelong goal is to ride. When you win the... Any championship in Boston, you go on the duck boats. And it's like, yeah, I yeah, used yeah. to go to them growing up. So I, I told them, you know, please get me on one of those duck boats. So in, I think it was, was it 12 where they lost to Chicago or was it 13? I want to say 13 they okay, lost to Chicago. So they, he promised me, he goes, well, if we win the cup, you're coming on me with the duck boats. Like for a person that grows up in New England, this is like, they can't get any better. Yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I'm going to the games, I'm flying up. And I was at game six when they were up two to nothing in they let those two goals in in 17 seconds, so oh. I never got the chance. So every time I see him, I tell him yeah, I'm yeah, pissed because yeah. that would have been like I would have died. But I never got to really handle or see the cup. I've seen it a few times, but it was after that that I – Yeah, um, but the one you won, the PGA, that cup's pretty nasty. Yeah, so it you is. You had a yeah. good time with that. What do you get to I do did. with that? Yeah. How long do you keep it for? So I, they give you like a – The Wanamaker, right? Yeah, they give you like a, a replica. And oh, okay. so we – we flew back. Like I, I won the PGA, and the PGA flew me home on a private plane. I'd never been on a private plane, so I'm, I'm. I did all this media for like a day and a half, and then all of a sudden I'm on this plane, totally by myself with the with the trophy <laughs> and the plane. I'm on this private plane. I'm like, I should invite some of my boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no yeah, girlfriend, nothing. Oh, no, no, I got a private bird just here. Just you and the bird. Just, yeah. yeah. That's so, awesome. and so I, I had this like two hour flight of just myself, awesome. no phone, awesome. and I'm just sitting there, and I was having a few beers by myself up there, and then the boys picked me up and. It was a a long stretch of bringing the watermaker wherever I went. Yeah, so it was it was a blast. Well deserved. Well yeah. deserved. unbelievable. So uh, well, Keeks, we don't yeah, want to man. take you too much longer, cool. but we know you got to get uh, get on the range and get ready for Aaron Rodgers. What time are you <laughs> teeing off Thursday? Uh, uh, 12, 12 o'clock, I think. All right, I we'll, get a be, we'll, check. we'll be watching you. We'll be All right, watching. Boys. Yeah, we appreciate your time. Thank you. Good luck yeah, this weekend, you, pal. Thanks, boys. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. Up Dog Waste Management continues here for the Missing Curfew fellas. One of my favorite teammates all time. And a man who runs this fucking tournament I'm starting to learn after a few years. Darcy Hordachuk. Hordy, always a pleasure seeing you, buddy. And uh, thanks for giving us a little tour there of 16 and 17 and pretty everything. 
Yeah, I never expected to see my two uh, ex-teammates uh, at the Waste Management Phoenix Open getting intervi- interviewed by everybody here. But uh, what, a, what a fun week, and uh, I'm so glad you guys get to embrace and enjoy uh, what this tournament has done for Arizona. Thority, bring us into uh, the, the life of Darcy Hordachuk right now. You know, f- your father, uh, you know, retired NHL player turned... Uh, Hustler. You know, turned entrepreneur. <laughs> but but just talk about this week here at the Waste Management Open. Talk about, you know, bring us into the, th- the life of the Thunderbirds and, and what that, uh, you know, the tradition of the Thunderbirds and what they do for this tournament for the city. Yeah, kind of like you guys. I didn't know much about the Thunderbirds. Didn't know exactly. I just always, you know, when I played here for the Oats back in the day, just knew how great of an event was and how it was just kind of evolving. And um, one day I got a call that I was a Thunderbird, and I didn't know exactly what that meant. And, you know, from <laughs> what did well, I do wrong? Exactly. I'm like, holy <laughs> well, crap! Oh god. Yeah. You always see these guys giving back, you know, millions and millions of dollars for charity, and and it's because of this event. And uh, yeah, when I got the call, I kind of talked to my wife, and and, and she started laughing. She's like, you know, like a lot of the people that grew up here, that's kind of what they want to achieve is to be part of a network where it's 55 guys that get in um, that are under 40 years old. You don't know how you're going to get in, but you know, you become, you know, one of the better guys in your trade, whatever you do. And um, yeah, you, you get to be a part of this charity and, and uh, just help give money back to the kids. So it's, it's been quite the journey. And as you guys know, when you're, you know, done with hockey, you know, you don't really miss the game as much. You miss the camaraderie. You miss the locker room. You miss hanging out with all the boys. <laughs> you miss the paychecks. <laughs> and you miss the paychecks, too. Yeah, you I was going to say paychecks. that. I always, always like, yeah, I don't so much, so much, much the game. Uh, I miss the paycheck. yeah. Paychecks, I miss. <laughs> 100%. But you know what? This is, uh, you know, it's 55 guys that are in this group like us that are just ADD. And if you bet for 10 cents, we will fight each other and we will say it's the, this is the best way. But, you know, no egos in the group. And, uh, you know, when I first got in and I went to this, uh, event and you see guys like Doug Ducey there you know that's part of the Thunderbirds Sam Fox uh, Jack Nicholas like it's just a crazy you know uh, you know you kind of pinch yourself to, to you know see that you're in a group like this yeah pretty special Horty um, I know Shane Thompson another Thunderbird yep. I know uh, a good friend of mine Dodger and Hart two guys uh, they've been around here for a little while uh, they've been excited to have you know missing curfew here but they speak highly of you and I'm like, you know, fuck, I play with, I play with, Hor- I play Don't with Don't be so Hordy. surprised, Guppy. <laughs> what's, what's hey, Hordy done? He's like, like Hordy Chuck's the guy I play with in Nashville? <laughs> no, so, so, and they, they describe just this event and, and the thought and the love and the effort that gets put into it. And year after year, there's, there's another stadium, there's another box. We got this beautiful DraftKings box here on 17 now, uh, where we're, you know, bringing these fans live action. But just talk about the growth of this over the, you know, since you've been a Thunderbird. Uh, the growth of this, the you know the effort that gets put in, the support you get from everybody. Just talk about like the growth of the waste management. Open. Yeah, one thing they've done with the group is, uh, you know, like I said, you got to be under forty to get in the group. The group's been around since 1937, and um, you know every person has a role. So one year you're the chairman of the whole, and then you have an assistant. So you don't know what role you're going to get within this group, and your whole purpose is as the assistant to learn you know, from whoever the chairman was and just try to outdo that guy. So as you see 16, one upper. it's a, a called a one-upper, it's exactly. A one upper. And it's like anything you can <laughs> do, I, I can do better, <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, so you just kind of one-up and, and it's like if you guys, Obi was in charge of 16 and you were his assistant, you're going to say, okay, Obi, you did white, I want to do pink. You know, I, I want to do this, I want to do So that they give us that freedom within the group to say, hey, listen, um, as long as it makes money for the kids, you guys order whatever you want to do and do whatever you want to do, but just, uh, just remember, this tournament's not about you. It's about the kids. Awesome. Take me back to the start. I want to know 
how the initial conversation or how did you because I know I don't want to use the word weasel because it's not the right word but how did you how did you <laughs> oh, manufacture you your way maneuver, maneuver. Yeah. thank you maneuver <laughs> how did you maneuver the first move <laughs> towards the Thunderbirds hey I want to know is it because I'm the first NHL guy ever and you don't think I was a good player if you no, guys no, hey, listen you're not you giving me any credit the same way I weaseled myself 13 years in the NHL it's the same way I got the first of all you always hard work good guy good hey I'll fight anybody anywhere anytime exactly and you always say you weren't a good player I say you were and listen I don't have many goals to show on Mr. Curfew so they now we're doing shots they continue to show the one of where you go in and absolutely blow up Yalmerson in the playoffs and you hit somebody in the been three penalties in one shift nowadays, <laughs> but so listen, I know how you can forecheck and play, but hey. so that's the same way the Thunderbirds work. Hey. It was easier to get into Thunderbirds than getting OB picked up on waivers when I had to make a call to Nashville and say, take this guy. He's a good guy. I kind of lied a little bit to, to, to Barry Trotz. They're like, listen, is this guy good or what? I'm like, oh, yeah. He maybe told the coach to F off a couple times after he yeah. sent him a fight. But guess what? Hey, that's part of the game. Hey, oh, I'll do it. Why don't I do that? I'm the guy. That I go, my, fuck, my career's really come to heart. He's working the phone for me here. And it's only about my fifth year in the league. I don't have enough scratch yet to be well, done. I'm like, hey, did I not get you rep. picked up, though? Did, hey, was it that phone call that got yeah, you picked up? You, got, you helped me get picked up for <laughs> sure. You me 3% for that. I, you, that was one of your better years. Right. Anyway, so, okay, what were we talking about? The Thunderbirds. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what? You just you never know how you're going to get in. And, and, you know, it was funny how it worked. Uh, you know, Ricky Fowler used to come out to all of our hockey games in Florida, and, you know, meet Ricky, and then all of a sudden his roommate was Morgan Hoffman. And David Booth sold Morgan Hoffman a plane and said, hey, listen, Morgan, Hordachuk lives two minutes from the golf course. Why don't you go stay at his house? And I met Morgan, great guy. I don't know if you ever heard of the clothing line, Grayson. That's yeah. his clothing line. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's all I um, And every year, Morgan would stay at my house. And one day, he goes, listen, I'm teeing off on the 16th hole. I go, dude, like, step back <laughs> from the tee-off box. Get the crowd into it. Don't be the hush-hush. I go, let's brand you, you know, just yeah, like 100%. I used to. So all of a sudden, we're doing that. He goes, by the way, I've got 10 buddies coming to town from Miami, coming to watch me play. Do you think I can get them on 16? I go, for sure. I go, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to say I'm your Wilson rep, and I need all the credentials to act like I'm your Wilson rep so that I can get on 16 in case you, in case you break your golf club. So here I am, <laughs> decked out with all these credentials. I get in the tournament, and I grab one of these Thunderbirds, and his name was Craig Weems. And I go, Weems there. And I didn't know him. Didn't know one Thunderbird in the group. Didn't, uh, so I go, hey, listen, I got this golfer staying in my place. Do you mind if I help him get him, you know, his family, just for one shot, watch him get on the, you know, 16th hole? He's like, dude, yeah, for sure. So he does this all and I go I don't know what you do for a living but we're gonna do business I go dude I love your attitude like I go, and he goes what are you talking about like he's he's bombed this yeah, is like yeah, you yeah. know and all of a sudden I go we're gonna do, I go what are you doing he goes I'm in the asphalt business and I go asphalt I go you're the happiest guy I've ever met that's in the asphalt business so then we kind of hit it off and then he found out I played hockey and then he's like hey by the way we're doing an event for the Thunderbirds at the end of the tournament we want to go to Nashville you played in Nashville do you have any country uh country connections i go dude i will dial you in with whatever, whatever you need kelly pickler dated a roommate you know my buddy jordan tutu of what do you need so i'm on the phone dialing for dollars like hey chaz corzine <laughs> hey i go chaz i got this group they want to go can you get them to like dirk bentley place can you do this and, and they start laughing he's like yeah whatever you want i set this whole thing up for 100 of the thunderbirds to go here next thing you know they say we want you to come and i'm like i'm not going with 100 guys i don't even know you guys like and all they were trying to do is just trying to figure me out see what i was and and uh seeing that i love to give back to charity and they said you're perfect for the group and and uh, you're in so that's all of a sudden seven years later and uh, it's been the time of my life and every day we wake up I talk to different people and say hey what money uh, do you need for your kids hockey team soccer team baseball team and I give them the Scottsdale zip code and they're like well we're more interested in other zip codes but <laughs> <laughs> but anyways can you talk about the outfits 
Yeah, so this These is are a, nice here. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. got the Canada break, pants on. Break out the monkey bum. <laughs> <laughs> a little hockey bum there. So I uh, today's Crazy Pat Day, so every year I represent Canada because there's only two Canadians ever in the Thunderbirds. Yeah. And, wow. uh yeah, so I'm one of the Canadians, and I'm proud to be a Canadian, even yeah, though right now I'm Canadian. not proud of Trudeau yeah. and what he's done to the country. Yeah, of course, no but kidding. we're proud to be Canadian. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. We put out a podcast a couple weeks ago about the, what you just said, and <laughs> we were taking some heat in the DMs next day. I woke up hungover on a Saturday. I'm like, Uppy, tread water in your Twitter right now. It's no, no, yeah, but we, we stood proud with our no, fellow, hey, fellow yeah, Canadians. You have to. That's our truckers, roots. go truckers. Yeah, exactly, truckers. Go I, truckers. I mean, I'm going to get my $5 donation after we get off this podcast right now for those guys. Let me ask you, we were just in, in Vegas for three nights, and obviously I, the, I, I can't bounce back like I used to. I know this is a long week for you. How do you? How many? How does it take you to recover after this? How, how long does it take the body? You know what? It's, it's you're bu- I love watching you buzz around here. I yeah, love it. Every well, year I come, you're buzzing. You're knowing everyone. You're my VIP buddies. I love it. I love it. Well, last night we went to bed at 345. We got up at 730 this morning to take care of our VIPs. Yeah, see, and uh, you know, be good at that. You know what's pretty good is, uh, you know, like you guys, it's all the little tricks. We have our doctors on the holes that uh, give us IVs and kind of just... Uh, I won't even take an Advil, dude. I can't <laughs> believe I haven't smoked weed to this day. I haven't even touched a drug in my life, man. Everybody's like, dude, are you on fucking... What are you on? Like, what are you on? I'm like, I'm just happy to be if here. If I boys. had to guess one, I would well, say it's, that. The, it's <laughs> the forehead. You protected it. You protected your career with that forehead. Hey, dude, that, that, that made me a living, man. That yeah. forehead broke more hands, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Let's talk about a little bit about your hockey days. Are you still watching hockey? You know what? Uh, I don't watch as much as I should have. Yeah. And even when I played, I wasn't really, uh, you know, a guy that watched a lot, which I wish I did more of. I'd still be playing, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. But um, yeah, well, the game's so, changed. Yeah, the game's, game's definitely changed. Yeah. You know, yeah, we'd be in trouble now, horse. We'd but, be in trouble, buddy. You know, I got to know the ownership group pretty well with the Coyotes, so I, you know, have access to the owner suite. So any clients, you know, that I want to network with, I'll bring them out there and you know try to help out the Yotes and, and do what I can with Shane Doan. You know, he's always trying to get the alumni back out there. So they're really, um, you know, with Armstrong coming in, it's St. Louis's model where alumni is important, and let's yeah. bring as many. Guys guys around and let's try to keep uh the fans interested so no it's that's well said you just need the private plane to get from here out to glendale yeah. to watch the game. <laughs> so you, no, you obviously heard too. the news right they're gonna play in tempe next year with uh, five thousand fans. i did what, what's your thoughts on that as ex coyote i i think it's the greatest thing that ever happened they get to sell the place so <laughs> i think so too <laughs> you charge more for the tickets it's a wash so yeah. why do, why do you need a big arena like that and it's gonna put pressure on the city council to say hey you know, we're, we're for real. We want to stay here. Um, help us out. And if not, this is, uh, this is a boo-boo on you guys. So yeah. this ownership has a lot of money. This group is great, and, and they want to have a sports team here. And uh, they're the real deal. They got a lot of money. They're in the casino business, which obviously, you know, how much how lucrative that is. DraftKings, you guys, you know, yeah. obviously coming on board, sponsoring this. Probably best decision they ever made in their life. But uh, <laughs> I know that's the only thing we're going to hear in my whole podcast. But uh, anyways, yeah, no, it's it's, what it's do great. You, what do you think about a, a rink in, on 16 here? What do you think about an outdoor game? It's been, hey, hey I, I have brought, I brought it to the table, yes. We were working on trying to do the, the concert on 16, and it's sold out in, in pretty much 10 minutes. And, uh, you know, you never know what the future holds. We're just uh, – yeah, we're, we're, we're tipping the, tip the iceberg. It, so, exactly. Was a concert every every year right there? Or? No, they just no. started this year. It was the first year that they ever did an outdoor concert um, wow. right there, and it sold out so fast, and we had, I don't know what it was, 17,000 fans, and the word spread through the whole industry that this is the new venue. So we have the bird's nest across the street, yeah. obviously, which is Wednesday, later. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, exactly. 
and that was the first time we did it here. And um, Was that last night? Uh, no, it was on Saturday. Okay, cool. But, uh, yeah, if you guys look on Waste Management Outdoor uh, 16th Hole Concert, you'll see some cool. I mean, this is a bucket list item. People think, well, they, you know, I'm here to watch golf. I haven't watched golf in seven years. I didn't even know it's a golf tournament. <laughs> <laughs> it's here to network. This is business. Yeah. Oh, it's this fun. Each suite goes good. for $100,000. And everybody here knows that it's going for the kids and charity. And if you ever want to network and do any deal, it's going to get done on this course. I'll bring me back to the Vancouver days, Thorny. When you met, what was Shane O'Brien like when you, first, was the met best. Young, when, when you first met a young Shane O'Brien? You know, I watched Shane up and coming. He had 30-some fights. He's number one in the league in fights, and I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to have to fight this guy. <laughs> I, was and I'm like, fight. I was never going to fight you. I was so confused why he was fighting because he was a good player. He's getting, you know, 20 minutes a game, and I'm like, geez, he's a great D-man. I don't know why he has to fight, but he did it right. He got the reputation early on in his career and uh, beat up a lot of guys. He, he didn't shy away. He... He threw him down the pipe, and then uh, when guys like me came in, he didn't have to do it anymore, and I got stuck all of a sudden putting out the fires. Do you remember? Uh, I, so I played with, <laughs> for I played half with the price, you. he got paid. Do you remember the fight against uh, against Josh Gratton in Nashville? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God. dude. Lord, it was right in front of our bench. Oh, my God. Good and old Josh Gratton. It was that a guy could take him. It was I love a Saturday Gratton. night, and their team was staying the night, and this poor Josh Gratton was fucking in the dentist chair until about 4 in the morning <laughs> with our dentist. We had a great dentist back then. I don't know if you remember her. Great dentist. She probably fixed those nice pearly oh, whites. Oh, yeah. So those are fucking nice. Yeah, I got, got 15 fake ones right but, here. But you had his, I mean, the, the, the fight was incredible. The Horty, you know, to people listening, they watch your fights. It was toe-to-toe, yeah, everyone. Um, but you hit him square in the lips, and his teeth went back towards his fucking roof of his mouth. Like I, it's, I remember buckling him and thinking that he was done. It. And go Josh, down. nobody was beating up Josh. If no. you look at his fight, nobody beat up Josh. No. So I was kind of surprised when he did the old down, and then he kind of popped <laughs> up, and I'm like, holy, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and uh, well, Now you know because you can't uh-oh. feel anything. Uh-oh. Then yeah. It's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, crap. And we kept going toe-to-toe, and, and nobody knows this, but I got hit in the, in the stomach, and he knocked the air out of me, and I kind of had to kind of like, I've never had my whole career the air knocked out of me with a gut shot. So I'm going to the penalty box, acting like I broke my hand, but I'm bent over trying to get my air, and I'm like, uh, 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 all the way to the penalty box. Gratz, they, they told Gratz he had like a, his skull was like thicker than the average skull. Like Gratz could take him. Oh, he had a head man. like a caveman. Yeah, oh, dude. One of my yeah. head like a caveman, yeah. Hordy, one of my favorite Hordy stories, I had Big Earn on, I told this story, I don't know if you remember, but we go in the Saddle Dome on a Saturday night hockey in Canada. <laughs> and Big Earn comes out with the fucking blonde mohawk, and he is working the line. I mean, I don't even know if you threw a fucking sauce pass. <laughs> and you come in after warm up, and you go, Oh, I think if we just let the Big Earn sleep tonight, he might not do anything. I go, He ain't sleeping, bro. You gotta fucking fight him. Because I'm fucking, I'm fighting Prusty or somebody. And first shift, you went out and just went toe to toe with him. Oh, I dude. loved him. I loved I him. thought I had him too, and then all of a sudden, he was just kind of waiting for me to tire it out and threw some bombs that I've never seen thrown before, but. Oh, you did well against him. Yeah, you did no, well against I, him. You were a killer. Dude, that's the love of the game, you know. But my old Mel Ingolstadt, these guys, when I first got in the group, they're like, I think we have a new tough Thunderbird. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, I didn't even know they did so much research. Yeah, of course. But they were like, Horty, your Mel Ingolstadt fight oh. when I was 19 and you went toe-to-toe. And he, what was Mel? 27. And he couldn't even skate. Like, the guy's nose was in the side of his face. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm in trouble. I almost quit hockey that day after I fought him early in my career. But That uh, is one of the greatest fights ever. <laughs> That was a fun one. Horty Chuck, one of the best fights ever. OB, do you got some stories of Horty and Van where he's... One of my greatest stories, yeah. So Horty... <laughs> we want to have a Horty on. We'll have you on for a full pod, Horty, because I can go with you forever. <laughs> yeah, let's give one more. Bur- yeah, Burroughs, Burroughs has back-to-back hat tricks. And Horty, Horty was notorious in Horty's defense. He was notorious for not using his twig in practice. 
or the game. <laughs> no, 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 no. He wanted the best player. So stick, he oh, like, he know? would use yeah. the Sedin stick, and everyone loved. The Sedins are such a bad stick, though. You would never. Like well, that. that was a big blade. I couldn't. Yeah. I oh, couldn't no. even catch a pass. But I couldn't catch a pass either way. But I could the, catch a pass. All the guys loved Horty because he's one of the greatest teammates. Stuck up for him. So Horty would use their twigs. Well, Burroughs had back-to-back hat trick games, and Burr had his stick tucked in the fucking stick rack, ready for the next game. Well, if Horry doesn't go out, and I don't know if he cut it or changed it or whatever, but we're out there skating, and Burr looks down and goes, "Is that my hat trick stick, Horry?" <laughs> <laughs> he had a couple good games, so I wanted to use his stick. I'm like, you know what? Hey, I found out it's not the uh, not the uh, wizard; it's the or the it's not the one. It's, it's the, the wizard. wizard. Yeah, yeah, I learned real fast. And then I just remember another time I think Horry was trying to take a couple twigs out the back that were probably signed by the boys, <laughs> and fucking Patty O'Neill just is losing his shit. And I go around the corner, I'm like, Horry, what's going on? He's like, oh, "Fuck, I don't, Patty." I was just Hank's told I could take these sticks. I thought I was going to take the sticks. Hey, listen, I'm the biggest guy. Like, what am I going to do with Sadine sticks? Everybody, like, oh, you're going to give them away. Everyone's going to get a car deal out of it. No, exactly. I was the biggest hustler, just like I am for the Thunderbirds. I hustle. I want to get deals done. I want everybody to be successful. Listen, the game on the ice is the game on the ice. Off the ice is where it's all lucrative. That's where you network and you're like, hey, listen. You were the best at that. I mean, I got four car sponsors. I got Luongo driving a McLaren. I had. You know, me and Bird driving a diesel BMW because I act like an agent, even though they didn't want to give it to me and didn't know they were talking to me. Dude, I had uh, a Cooper. Remember, I had Hanson in a Cooper that year. I, I couldn't <laughs> yeah, get him yeah, anything. He looks like a Cooper. He, he and uh, a Cooper. Airhoff, I had in a Volvo. But yeah, so you know, it's sometimes you give and take. But there was, obviously, I was probably cutting into his stash what he was giving away. There was the, a uh, course of probably two weeks to like whatever a month where. Luongo and Horty were negotiating the car sales for his fucking uh, G wagon, and that's all the boys were talking about. Like we weren't even talking. We had a good team, but we weren't even talking about games. We're like, so yeah, what do you guys have now? And Horty's like, Luongo's like, he's offered me passes to some fucking thing. Yeah, hey Horty, yeah, what would be the most like absurd or obnoxious deal you've ever got to do? What what what's Probably a guy like Luongo, where I buy his G500, and the guy's got $100 million in the bank, and I protect him every game, and all of a sudden. Oh, man. Luongo and Horty going out in the dressing room. Oh, was dude. He, hey, remember, he wouldn't even take a shot from me. In practice, he would step out of the net. So I started aiming where I knew he was going to stop, where he was going to move out of the net and just try to tee him off. I was like, hey. So Horty was the best, too, right? I, 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 went, through, I went through some growing pains in Vancouver, right? And I'd be in the room sulking, and Horty would come in and be like, oh, oh right in front of everyone. Eh? Oh, you're sulking, hey, Oops. Oh, you're sulking while you're not playing next game. Fucking sulking, eh? And then I come back and be happy. Like, oh, he's happy again, boys. He's happy again, boys. He's happy again, boys. Hey, so that that reminds me too. I, we played on the fourth line for a bit in, yeah, in, yeah. in Nashville, Nashville where Trotsy was notorious for putting four names on the bottom of the fourth line, and he would not tell you yeah. if you were yeah. playing or not until after warmups. It's it's complete bullshit because you'd have to go through your day and your warm up, and you're just like one hundred percent. And then talk about moping. You're just like. Why are you unhappy? Well, I don't even know if I'm fucking playing. Yeah, that's if bullshit. I wasn't, I should be. I, I, I could be golfing. I could have had yes, a late lunch. Yes. I could have had dinner. Now I gotta. Now I gotta work out and eat. Could have like had sex. Sex. So, but Trotsy would come in and it'd be, it'd be, you know, I'd be on the left side. So would Hordy, Fiddler in the middle, Smithson on the right side, or something stupid, or Toots, and and he'd come in and he'd just look around and like just you know look around with a little <laughs> smirk on his face. He'd be like. Horty, not tonight, kid. Not, not tonight. <laughs> and he'd rub off Horty's name, and I'd be like, fuck, now i got to play. Like, oh. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It was oh. like a crazy mind fuck. I mean, in playoffs, I don't know if you remember the one year in playoffs we're playing Detroit, and all of a sudden, I'm over there. I haven't slept. I cut the grass all afternoon. <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm not playing. Cut the grass. Yeah, I come to the rink. Trotsy throws the wrong name for, uh, you know. Uh, oh, my God, Arkipoff. He Arkip- wasn't even playing. He wasn't playing. He put him in. Well, he wasn't playing. No, he or wasn't. They put him- he was hurt. He was hurt. So they put his name in 
or put yeah my name on the roster by accident. It was something crazy where all of a sudden he wasn't Arkhipov wasn't even there. So I had to play because I was the only one at the rink, and I'm like, ah, what do you mean I play? Like, I don't play grass, playoffs. I was cutting grass all day. Exactly. Hey, no, no, you know why Trotsky Trotz did that when I was there too? I think he waits for Poyle to tell him who's playing. That's right. 100. Yeah, percent It's the only thing I didn't like about Trotsky was yeah. I'm like I said to him halfway through the game, I'm like, you gotta let these fourth liners and guys know if they're in or out. Like you can't let them sit around all day. Yeah. Poyle, he was worried about all the bonuses for the rookies, eh? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Hey, the South has got a you know a top twelve forwards bonus. Just like don't play him more than like twelve minutes tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give the guy a break, eh? Hordy oh, after the match. Hordy, we appreciate it, fella. I love you. Um, looking forward to hanging with you the next couple days here, and we we'll get you back on, Mister Curfew. But thanks for everything you've done here. And yeah, really appreciate your uh, hospitality. Love my time I, with you, I, in Vancouver. I'm glad to see the success of this show, and it's uh, you know everybody tuned in. This is a fun group to listen to and to be a part of. Thanks, Hordy. Thank you, pal. Awesome. Well, big fella, we're back at it. We're uh, midway through the day on our first day at the Waste Management Open here for the Pro-Am, and we have one of our longest-time professional golfer friends slash big hockey fan friend, Brendan Steele. Mr. Brendan Steele, how are you doing today, big I'm fella? I'm doing great, boys. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, I really wanted you. to come and hang with you, too. Thank you for doing this, Steeler. It means a lot. We know you're busy this week, but... Uh, yeah, like Uppy said, you were like our first real, well, my first real pro tour guy I played with. So it's, uh, we were talking, it's been, what, 10 years now or something? Yeah, since it's been 10 years. Other? Yeah, you introduced me to Uppy and, and Loophole, and we met through Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. Kleiner said I got a buddy of mine who lives in Cali, and yeah. I yeah. played with Kleiner in Milwaukee, too. Great loved, guy. I love Kleiner. We both came in the dude. league at the same time. We spent a lot of years in the minors grinding. He had a good career in the National League. Loved yeah. golf. Yeah. He was a big Good golfer. Take us yeah. back to when you first met Kleiner. So uh, Wayne Gretzky had his event um, up in Collingwood, I believe, up north of Toronto. Yeah, Collingwood area. And uh, they had a few hockey guys would come and play. And so one of the years I go to the officials and I say, come on, I'm a big hockey fan. Like, put me with a player. I need to beat somebody. I want to hang with somebody. Like, I'm don't sick just, of golfing with these, like, you yeah, know, the rich folks. Yeah, am, I want right? a good like, hockey wanna, guy. Yeah. yeah. So they, they put me with Kevin. And... Uh, Obviously, awesome guy. Super fun to hang out with. So we kept in touch. Every time I came through Nashville, I would hang with him when he would come out and play L.A. or Anaheim or whatever. We'd get together. I'd come to the game, talk with him afterwards, go out for drinks or whatever. And then uh, that led me to Obes. Mm -hmm. And then Obes <laughs> led me to Lupul and Uppy and all the boys. So I know. That, I was just trying to think. Was Where did we play our first round? Was it Seacliff? No, it couldn't no, have been No, we played Newport. Played Newport. That's right. Yeah, I knew it was Yeah, Sutsy? No, I don't think it was with Sutsy. No, it was it was Richie. Oh wow, yeah, it Brad was Richie Richardson. because we co we we make the turn. We didn't have a game on the front nine. I remember this vividly. All right, we didn't have a game on the front nine. Make the turn, and Richie goes, ah, "Come on, let's play a game. I want to play." Your I said, <laughs> yeah, "Okay, get the well, cocktails flowing yeah, here. Said, let's go." How many shots do you want? And he goes, "Shots." Like I'm not taking any shots, and I said, "Well." If I got on the ice, would you just, like, run me through the boards or would you kind of take it easy on me? And he's like, oh, I'd run you through the yeah, boards. And, and I that, said, all right, well, yeah. then no shots for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's true about Richardson. He would. He would. Um, so, Steeler, uh, I, I got a story when we first met. You uh, you and I meet, like, in South Florida. You're coming in. You're playing the Honda. Um, you, I had a GM, Dale Talon, who loved golf probably more than you or or me and Obi, which Dale is Dale loved golf more. Dale loved more golf more hockey. He played more ho He played more golf that year than actually yeah. showing up to hockey games. Well, and he's a pro too. He's and he's good. a pro. Oh, yeah, yeah. U.S. Senior Am, yeah. like maybe champ. Yeah. Um, but we had a we had a night where 
Rocco's Tacos. And for anyone in South Florida, you know Rocco's Tacos. Tuesday nights there, you get half off the margaritas, half tacos. You know, who doesn't love some guacamole with that? Um, Guac's but, extra. But it's a Wednesday night. It's a Tuesday night, and we play a game. We go out, you and I. You're staying at my crib, and uh, we just kind of let it eat. And you make your way up to the Honda the next day. How are you feeling? <laughs> yeah, it was tough. I mean, I think we were up till about five. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> we were missing curfew a little we, bit. We were we were definitely missing curfew that night. We we went to dinner. We had a nice steak dinner, and then you said, "Let's just pop in for one over at uh, Rocco's Taco Tuesday." They got the we DJ go in, in there. Yeah, and we go in, and then of course everybody's like, "Uppy, uppy, hey!" Go I was you know, doing my thing. Yeah. Next <laughs> thing you know, it's five a.m. and we're going. Oh, okay, we got. Uh, I got the pro-am tomorrow. You got practice. I got, I got an hour and a half drive here. Yeah. You know, I got to get I'll up to I'll tell you what you got. You got upshawled. Yeah. yeah, you, you got, got upshawled. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, there's lots of guys in the National yeah. League that got upshawled. You got up And you're on there. the list. You're on the list. So, yeah. and Keegs, I laughed about Keegs today because he's like, you know, he's like, I, that, that day Steeler showed up and he, he was well put together. I had no idea. How do you do it with these hockey guys? He said, like, I'd be crippled. And you just went out. I think you had a great first round, too. Like, your Thursday round. Honda's been good to me, so yeah. it's likely. Yeah, no, yeah, I remember being well, you're like a ball striker. Right? I remember you're going a ball to striker at Honda. Going to practice or it's like pregame skate and I'm thinking, boys, like, show me what Steelers like shooting there this morning. Like I had him out pretty late, you know. <laughs> and sure enough, I'm like, fuck, he's fucking top. He's leading the Pop charts the here. Let's board. go. This now normally morning. normally I don't play well when I just sit in my hotel room. Yeah. I'm not that guy that sits now I'm not going crazy, I'm not taking it wild, but I need to go out and have a little bit of fun. That was yeah. maybe a little too much fun, but <laughs> I need to get out, have a little bit of fun. And then I can be yeah, ready to go. Dinner. So, nice. yeah. so what you're saying is nights on the road, you're not sitting in your hotel room. And if you are, you got a couple of hockey games on or for yeah, baseball. Yeah, well, I, a little action I love going. to get all the sports going, yeah, betting yeah, on completely. all the games, checking all the stuff out. But I, I'm not the guy to just sit in there and think about golf the whole time because that's no fun. It's too too yeah, lonely. Me too. I was. That's why I give these players what they've gone through the last couple of years with the testing. Same as you guys with the testing, but at least you're, you're outside, but not being able to go to dinners and not being able to mm. – like, I tell up the time, I don't think I could have done it when I was playing. Like, I yeah. needed the release to go out and <laughs> figuratively. I needed to go out and have <laughs> drinks with the boys and have a good time. You yeah. know, same as you. Yeah. So. Steeler, uh, Steeler, can you believe it's been 10 years since uh, I had one of my best golfing experiences with you? I'm a big golfer. I played since I was a young kid, and obviously you love it, compete. Um, you know, I have two of my best golfing experiences with you. One being you invited me to Orlando where I was playing, you know, just north of Fort Lauderdale. Got to play in a Walt Disney Pro-Am with you. But basically the Pro-Am, it's not like this today where you just play one round. And like I got to play in an actual, play my own ball in my own tournament for two days while these guys grinded on their Thursday and Friday rounds. And Steeler had me as his partner and went out and, you know, in between the ropes, man, like trying to make shots and witnessing you guys in your element. It was It was awesome. So. Yeah, that was super fun. That was that was a great time. Um, and you held your own. Orlando's you a little stiffy, though, eh? Orlando's no, not like where you kind of can let it eat. Yeah, that's true. You can't really what let it eat. What do you mean, the nightlife it. after the round? There's not much going on at Walt Disney World in, in Orlando, is there? Or? Not for us. Not for us. <laughs> no, like you got that, like, you know, you can go around that, that place to eat all those little restaurants and stuff in there, which I think we did. It's not like where you're just going to, like, kind of full throttle. It's yeah, not, it's it not like a Nashville. Mm, it's not like, no, you know. No, certainly not. Yeah. So it's safe to say if Uppy was on the tour back in the day, that wouldn't have been one of the stops. I wouldn't have stopped there. He would have yeah, crossed, crossed that one. He would have crossed that one. Although I probably would have had to, to play in that one to grind to get back in on, in on yeah, the tour. Because to it's my PTO. Yeah. It would be the PTO yeah. Yeah, that's event. <laughs> Steeler, I want to just ask you about, like, when I met you, you were just, you were kind of just getting on tour, and now you've won four times in your career, three or four times? Three times. Three times, and we've watched you win, and 
Just talk about what it's been, how good of a ride it's been to where you are and how established you are now. Because when I look at you, it's just like, I'm just so proud of you, buddy. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I owe a lot of it to you. So that's yeah, the, well, you know, I thought I, I kept – The times we played together, I thought I kept you loose. You know? we, I, all, I kept we, you all we all owe a little bit to the big <laughs> yeah, fella. Yeah, we all owe a little always, bit. Yeah. Always. Um, yeah, you know, it's been uh, – it's a weird process out here because there's – it's very lonely. You have nobody else to blame. You know, you can yeah. look around and blame your caddy or your coach or whatever, but it's all going to fall on you. So – Nobody's going to pick you up if you uh, have a turnover in your own zone or yeah, something. The, you know, you can't get a good save. Well, not there to bill you out. I'll buy you dinner, Lou, eh? <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Lou. Save this one. you make this putt for me, bud? <laughs> so it, it can be really tough at times just as far as, like, how hard I am on myself and everything like that. But as I've, as I've grown and gotten older, I've learned more of what it takes. I've learned what I need to do to be successful. And I can be a little bit more efficient with my time because, obviously, now – being an older guy out here, being a dad, being a dad, veteran, veteran. It, everything, everything changes. So the priorities shift and you still have to be competitive. You still have to go out and try to beat the best players in the world. So it's trying to find that balance of everything and trying to do the best I can with that. I like the thing I like most when I watch you play, obviously how far and straight you hit it. But when I've seen you in contention and when you're out there, you're talking to your caddy, like, I feel like when you're playing well, chatter is part of your game a little bit, right? It's a hockey guy. Yeah, yeah. like a locker room guy. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, you're always talking about shots and this and that and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure I annoy some of the guys I play with that don't like to talk or yeah, don't yeah. like to chatter. Uh, that's part of the deal. Yeah, uh, I talk a lot when I'm playing bad. I talk a lot when I'm playing good. Yeah. So it's just, but the good chatter is a little bit uh, more just chatter about everything else, and the bad chatter is a little bit more about what an idiot I am for whatever I just did. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you bring up other guys. Like I've always wondered that about tour. Like in hockey, if I don't like a guy, I can go out and cross check him, right? Give him a stinky mm. glove or whatever. Like <laughs> if there's a guy you don't like that you play with, do you just zone him out or you like pick up your clubs? Like, in is his there, back there's swing tendencies and... like a guy annoys you with. Like there's guys I play with that big kid. I'm not gonna say anyone. They have some tendencies that I'm like, yeah, you kind of annoy me but has that ever happened on tour you just got blocked that out yeah so there's all sorts of guys out here right i mean it's it's like any other job with 250 guys yeah, and nas- different office. nationalities different yeah. you know yeah. they have different caddies everything that are so you've you've got guys where you you like to play with them but you don't want to go to dinner with them yeah you got other guys you like to go to dinner with you don't want to play is with he a good yeah. guy is he a great guy then yeah. you then you've got guys where it's like they're great to play with but we're never going to be friends. Yeah. And then, and so you got all these different personalities, and when you get the pairings, you're like, okay, this guy's slow, or this guy gets mad, or this guy needs everybody to move in a certain place, or, or oh, these guys are great. These guys are easy. These guys hit it great, so you're going to see good shots. So every week's a little bit different, but you get used to playing with all types. And I played some of my best rounds with pairings that I probably didn't like or yeah. wasn't excited about. And, and when I played with Keegan, I haven't played that well. Normally Keegan plays good and I play bad, so I don't know what if it's too loose for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he brings the intensity. You got to watch like, him flip his club. He yeah, comes yeah, behind the ball. The you're like, come on, Keegs. Yeah, right. come on. Come you on. forget you're in a tournament. I'm like, oh man, I'm at the tournament here. I'm not just yeah, playing the right, Bears right, club. Yeah, with Keegan I can't or just scoop this one out of the bunker. <laughs> like, <laughs> Steeler, pick that up, bud. That's good. Yeah, that's got to be a good feeling if you're at a place like this and you forget you're actually in a tournament. If you're that kind of zoned in and in your flow state, like to be. Would you say like those moments? Well, what's a What's your best moments? Like, what are you thinking? When does golf feel easy for Brendan Steele? Yeah, so it's it's something that I'm trying to always recreate, and it's hard to figure out why it happens or what, what the deal is. But there are times when you not necessarily forget that you're in the tournament, but you forget what hole you're on or how many under you are. You're just hitting your next shot. Yeah. And everything is just about the next shot, and it's not – uh, it's not that any shot's too important or yeah. less important. It's just it's right. It's the amount of focus that you want, and the amount of relaxation that you want, and it's all this balance that you have to find and try to strike. And uh, when I was younger, a lot of the time when I was uh, 
kind of playing late in the tournament, uh, maybe in the last group or something, I would try to bring all this intensity, like got to be so serious and got to be so focused, and it's not good for me. Yeah, It's yeah. better for me to be a little bit more relaxed and then try to really snap in over the ball the last, like, 20 seconds before the shot. Yeah. Don't get too horny off the start. That's it. You know. Don't go full up shot. Don't right? go yeah. full up dog. Don't come well, half chub. Well, Steeler, you're you're a four-time champ on the most difficult tour on the planet. Golf is the hardest sport, I think, mentally yeah. and physically to grind on and to be there. Um, you know, where are you right now? Do you feel like, you know, this is a year you can kind of get back in a, in a good groove and grind? Are you feeling good? Yeah, so I had I had a good fall. Uh, Japan was really good. I had a chance to win there, finished second. Um, nice. So that kind of set my year up. Um, didn't start out the, the first couple calendar year events very well. Had a good couple weeks of practice, and I feel like I'm ready to go. And this traditionally has been one of my best events, so I'm excited to, to get going here. You're a West Coast guy. I'm a West Coast guy. Yeah, I, wa yeah. I wanted to ask you about this event, and obviously we asked Keegs about it earlier when he came on. The atmosphere is charged up, but do you embrace it? Because like you said, you always stop here, or is it more the golf course sets up for you? Or everything. I think the golf course sets up for me, but then I think also I, I like the environment and it doesn't, I'm not one of the guys that needs it to be quiet or guys to stand in a certain place or anything. If, if you're a guy that's really picky about where yeah. the crowd is and how they're acting, this isn't the place for you. Yeah. But if you just like having fun, it's, it's, yeah. it's a great event. And I mean, if you hit good shots, you're going to get great reactions. There's always a ton of energy, so it feels like a big deal. And uh, the golf course itself is also great. So I, I've really enjoyed that part of it as well. I mean, if you could play 18 holes with Lupo at Shady Canyon, you can, you can handle any element you want. You 100%. can handle any element you Although want. Although you're not going to see shots like that. People would die out here. People would get hey, hit. A couple with ankles so would be getting oh, heads up there. Loops, wedge coming through. Loops, we love you, but no Loops, one can hit a ball you, that far right. Or that far left on planet Earth. The thing you got to love about Loops too is that Shady Canyon is you would say, you would say a lot of snaky lies. Very snaky. Loops out there. will go in there and track down a nugget that I'm talking is 40 rows deep in there. Right? He'll go in and try to find it. I think I got her, boys. I'm like, I don't know if you do, Loops. <laughs> hey, spe speaking of tracking down ball stealer, my second best golf experience was playing alongside you and partnering up against Phil Mickelson and JJ Dunham. Uh, but it was after like a three-week bender that Lupul and I went to London on and, and Ovi met us over there. Um, Phil that day used the rule book like no one's business against us. Do you have any stories of this guy like in your games? Because you guys have some pretty competitive kind of sure. you know, amateur matches before tournaments. I know he gets you dialed in for your tournaments. But any good stories of Phil like where he's just pulling something? Phil, Phil's out. so funny with the rules because he... He learns the rules and he uses them to his advantage, which is, is great. It's what you should do. And yeah. I remember asking him once, when you hit it offline and you get somewhere and you know you're in a really bad spot, is the first thing you do start looking right. for how you can get a drop? And he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's just not the way that I think, but it's so smart. So he's looking at, if I can get a drop off of this, I can get it over there, which gives me a drop off of that. You know, he's like wow, thinking yeah. like a few drops ahead. And then he's thing. told me one time in a tournament he – took a casual water drop on the cart path but he's like i'm just going to take relief from the casual water not the path then it's going to be on the path then i'm going to take relief from the path back into the water and i'm going to snake my way back and forth until i get a shot <laughs> and that's legal it's legal oh because technically yeah he's allowed relief from each new impediment yeah, yeah. That he has uh, in his of course body, right yeah. so, we got filled so yeah. you know you got up dogged well we were getting filled there See, we were you, you gotta learn Nicholson. you gotta learn from the best yeah. right 
totally. No, it's good to have that. Is, is, has he been a guy? You've obviously, he's a California guy as well, but have you idolized Phil growing up? Like, who, who did you look yeah, up to as a... for sure. Phil, uh, Ernie, yeah. Freddie, who obviously Freddie's uh, the man. is the best. Freddie's still bombing Freddie. him. Still oh, bombing him. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, How are uh, you hitting the driver right now? Driver's good. That's, that's, okay. that's usually hitting the not new much stealth? of an issue. What are you hitting? No, no. No, I've got... Okay, so uh, you're hitting the Wilson? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the boys at Wilson still taking good yeah, care taking of my boy. Yeah, taking great care of me. And I'm using the ball now, too, which is fantastic. So i got to get you boys some of the Those ball. are Brian Campbell's boys from Chi-Town, eh? The oh, Wilson yeah. boys? Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Just the one now, thing about Phil, sorry. Didn't you tell a story where you guys were playing a practice round and then he called Bones in at the end? You remember telling us that story? Oh, yeah. And we were like, and he pressed us all the way down the back. Yeah, yeah. All the nine, he's like, hey, Bones, you come in here and have a peek at this. Yeah, yeah. So we were we were playing and, and you know, he's trying. We're, we're, we're trying, but he's not giving it the – the full tour read and yeah, the full yeah. everything. And then it comes down to the last hole, and he's got a putt to win the match. And then he's like, Bones, come in here. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> he's bringing like, in Bones. Like, we're that, bones, we're that Anybody but now. Bones. Anybody yeah, but so Bones. So Bones comes Sorry, in. Of course, just, Bones gives him the, the perfect the read. of the century. Uh, he yeah. rolls that one That's in. That's funny. But I thought you were going to say one of your best memories was the hole-in-one at Shady. Yeah. Oh, my off. God. Yeah, I got a couple. Walk that off. was to close off the match. Yeah. That was to close was off like, the match. come on, and boys. And we're playing. On 17. We're playing five of us, right? From Me, the tippies. Loops, us. Penner. From the tips. Penner and yeah. loops. Yeah. I hit a seven-iron, boys, and I used to play a little bit of a draw because that was a draw into that hole. But I now. I now, now you got to go and steal Look at this for a second. Just take a moment here. But um, <laughs> uh, that was a draw. Yeah, you drew right it into in that there. Pit. Bounce, and, bounce, and the celly was sick. Thank and we you. got the pictures with all the 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 clubs are everywhere. Yeah. There's a full yard sale on the team. Everything's I, just flying I mean, around. I when remember you, Steelers said he's like, "Get a hole in one with that group. I mean, it's game on." Yeah, Steelers right? like, I've seen some good celebrations on hole in ones. I've seen a lot of hole in ones, boys, but that one was up there pretty good. Yeah, that was that's clubs number going one for sure. Obi, do you remember that night? Do you remember that night? Because I'm like, hey, if we ever get a hole in one, like let's we got to go and let it eat, you know. Like so, it was pens, me, you, Loops, and anyway, Loops and I are fired up. We're in the we're in the clubhouse after, and I'm, I'm like, all right, where are we going tonight, boys? Like it's on me. We're going, and Obes is like, I got a girl coming down from LA. I'm going hey, back, listen, and I'm going one just or straight. not, Steeler. I don't know, you know, you're a married man, but I hold one or not. I've been trying to. Uh, Were you yeah, trying you know, to close trying, something? Yeah, I've been trying for a long time. And she said, hey, and then listen back tonight, to the, tonight. Yeah, she said I'm coming from Hollywood. I said, hey, Obes. I don't know what to tell you. Congrats on the hole in one, but uh, I'm not going to make her out for the festivities. <laughs> Jeez, hey, just I had when you need, just when you need one of your boys. Yeah, yeah, I had a couple it. beers with you in the in the oh, I I left right after the clubhouse, but uh, um, still, I've always been the one thing we were playing number. I'm a little bit better golfer now than back in the day, but I, I took your driver on number three, and you're such a good guy. You're like, hey, can I try it, Steeler? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this looks nice. You want that tour shit, right? Yeah, you're I'm like, like this ah, is, this, what do these I'm guys go, have? Oh, this looks nice and sexy. You're like, go ahead, give it a water, give it a rip. I'm like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. So I tee it up, Uppy, right? And I, if I don't no. top it, dummy mark right on the end of the toe. And I'm like, that's not your gamer, is it? He's like, yeah, that's my gamer. He, he thinks I've got some backup driver. <laughs> I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Didn't you say the next one? You went down and looked at it the next day. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had to card in with a Sharpie. something like Lupul would do. <laughs> yeah, it was a Lupul. Yeah, that I was know. a Lupul move. It was a Lupul move. We, we like, brought that up on Friday when we were playing with Lupul, and, and Big E needed to hit my three wood. We were like, oh, no, no Obi here. Like, don't way, give yeah, him the Obi yeah, with exactly. dummy mark. No one takes advantage of his best friend being a pro golfer and all the clubs that you have, like Mr. Eric Lobby. Oh, he he dominates. he is completely yeah, he decked you. out with your gear, yeah. and he just loves it. He owns it well. Though. Yeah, he does. My gear's all over Orange County. Yeah, you know, it's, it just, is. It's, it's, I got a great story of that. You let so the boys in your garage mistake. We're playing in the shady uh, in the shady Talent Cup. Talent Cup. The shady. Yeah, the member guest Talent Cup, and sure as shit, I I come home from a trip and my driver is in my travel bag busted. 
right? And I'm like, fuck, I know Lupul. He needs me to perform because he's not a three-day <laughs> member guest guy. He, he can give no. you one day, and he, then he's the next two is a little. No, it's, it's crazy how Lupul works. He goes backwards. He's awful the first day, not bad. And then, and then he's good. Oh, so yeah. he gives yeah. you one solid, solid day. Yeah. So I know i got to pick up the pace. So anyway, I'm like, Loops, i got no shaft. He's like, you know, he's like, fuck, all right. Well, you know, Steeler, we'll just call Anastasia, and we'll get up there. And you're on the road. I think you're in Florida or somewhere. You're, yeah. No, you're in, like, somewhere New Orleans or something. And anyway, so we – you make the mistake of letting us in your garage. And this garage is, you think I got a garage loaded with stuff. This guy's garage is mint. Yeah, he's on the tour. I know it's oh, on the tour shit. I'm talking 16 tour bags, Steeler, yeah. the, you know, the championship putters that he's won with. And so I go right for the shafts, of course. I'm trying to find one that fits in a tailor-made. So I'm just, you and, know. And you FaceTime me, and I'm trying to course. I'm trying to guide you around This is all bit. guided with you, yeah. but then there's some sticky fingers in yeah, there. Yeah. I know who the sticky finger guys are, right? Eh? <laughs> And there's yeah, Lupul, and he starts grabbing the Tour Edition Scotties. <laughs> and anyone out there who's a golfer knows that a Tour Edition Scotty Cameron putter, they just don't show up on shelves. Like, you, you, need, to, you need to be a pro to get one. So Lupul's like, oh, he doesn't need this anymore. Right? <laughs> and all you do is, whatever you do, just don't take the one style of putter. What, what kind of putter is it? It's yeah, the, it's, it's just a big mallet putter. And I, I, he had it, and I said, he goes, oh, you don't need this one, right? And I said, oh, you mean the one with my name stamped yeah. in the side of it? <laughs> thing says Steely in the yeah, side yeah. of it. And the best I thing might is, use that one. Yeah, the best thing is your, your lovely wife, Anastasia, is like, guys, like, you should be, you're looking in the wrong place. you got to go for all these sweet putter covers. And the, these are even harder to get than the putters. But they're all like Scotty's limited edition putter covers with they all like. They give them to us on the, at the big events, they'll make a, a new one for the week. At the yeah. majors or like special editions. So there's a couple missing out of that bag. Yeah, well. And I don't have one. Well, on Friday when I played with Loops, I'm driving down the range and he's not there, but it's, there are clubs on the range. And I didn't realize there were Loops clubs. And I see this sick head cover and it's a Bay Hill head cover. <laughs> and I go, man, somebody's got a sick Bay Hill head cover there. That's nice. <laughs> sure enough. When I pull around to the putting green, Loops is there a little bit later, and the Bay Hill thing's on the ground, and Loops is out there hitting putts, and I go, oh, okay, now he's, I understand. He's missing putts. Now I understand. He's missing putts. <laughs> he's leaving them short and pushing them right, if I can yeah, imagine. He's anything. going, buddy, That's I need hilarious. some help with my stroke here. Like, we got to get this together. That's so funny. Well, um, Steeler, we... I want to ask you about yeah. the LA Kings, Steeler. I know you're, yeah, you're a 100%. big Kings guy. Um and listen, last year, um, Steely and me were texting about some hockey bets, and I, I, I went the favorites a lot, and then I kind of stopped telling you because I was ice cold. So I know you like to watch <laughs> the games, but your Kings, I'll tell you what, I thought they were dead in the water, Steeler. But the way they're playing, it must be fun for you to watch them right now. It's, it's really nice. I mean, I think, uh, you know, Blake's done a great job there. Yeah. Obviously, uh, you know, this summer kind of signaled that we're done rebuilding. Yeah. You know, go out and get Deneau, bring in Arvidsson, like making moves for now, which is great. Then obviously get off to the rough start. One five and one start. Uh, Dewey goes down. Yeah. Things are looking bleak. And then everything's kind of turned around. I mean, I think, and you can speak to this better than I can, but the, their metrics are all kind of off the charts and they're, they're slotting in. I heard the other day on NHL Network that they were slotting in between Tampa and Colorado and like, chances created and like yeah pretty significant they had had a stretch of 13 games straight where they outshot their opponents yeah and now sometimes shots don't lead to you know always accuracy but i mean they've been out playing guys i love the way they hunt pucks i love the way they check 
And a guy that I've been talking to a lot about is Kempe, right? Yeah. I played against this guy when I was in the American League near the end of my career, and I'm like, dude, you're in the wrong league. Yeah. And as up he knows as anyone, consistency a hard part. But you watch him play now, and he's turned into the guy that the Kings were hoping he'd be. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's, that, yeah. we've always hoped for that. As soon as he came up, we're thinking, is this guy, a, you know, 20, 30? What, how many goals can this guy score? And it's, it, Well, that's, that's what happens to boys when you play and you watch Anze Kopitar daily. Yeah. Like, he has the same... He could be the same type of guy that Kopitar is, right? And and eventually, like, you know, someone that plays alongside Ryan O'Reilly, for example, you know, they're going to take all these tendencies, these younger players, and they're going to get to the level that they that they should. Yeah. And I see that Kempe kind of like, all right, you know, it, the the tides are turning. You know, someone's got to pass on the torch. He seems like the guy. He, great All Star appearance. Um, he's Good playing hair. great, great hair. Yeah, I played ball. against yeah, him in China. Ball. I remember, I remember we went over. I was with the Canucks going over to play the Kings yeah. in China and he was a rookie and basically like he was the fastest player on the ice and I'm thinking oh yeah Fuck, this kid's gonna get 30 off of that and it did like you said it did take him a little bit to kind of get to where he is but that's the build yeah. you need to have that's why keeping older players alongside these yeah, guys yeah. is, have is have beneficial it. you got to have it yeah and I mean that's been great the Kings obviously have been a team that traditionally built on defense and being big and heavy and, oh, and yeah it, the scoring, it's like, where is it going to come from? If it's not coming from Kopitar, and they obviously make Kopitar do a lot of penalty killing and start in his own zone and all these things that make it tougher for him to score. But now this year you're seeing Deneau take over some of those responsibilities. Deneau's scoring at a higher rate than he's ever scored. Kempe's scoring, Robertson scoring, Kopi scoring. So, like, all of a sudden they have a little bit of pop too. And you're right about that Daniel signing. When when they signed him, I'm like, ah, they're overpaying for this guy. He's got no offensive ability, but he's come in there and done a nice job checking and just giving their depth. Another sneaky pickup was Alex Edler. I know he's yep. been hurt a little bit, but on a one year deal, he should be deal, coming back. I think yeah. fairly soon. And then for me, still, when I watch the plays, the way Quicks played, right? Quicks, Quicks has been, been incredible. Yeah. So for that, it's just like it's, I don't know if he's healthier this year or like what the difference is, but he looks like Quick from the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Runs, really. Yeah. yeah or so, the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So are you safe to say here past the second half, or you think the Kings are going to get in, or how, what's your feeling here in the second half with them? I, I think because because of the depth that they now have, and because of the the metrics that they have, I think it's sustainable. Yeah, so I think sure. that they can actually get in, which which should be incredible. And that Pacific Division, is it's crazy. At the start of the season, I thought it was going to be the worst division in hockey. Yeah. And it's ultimately going to be end up being the best race in hockey. Like, yeah. you look one through six in that division right now. Granted, Edmonton and Calgary got a few games in hand, but it is wide open. Besides, yeah. maybe Vegas is going to probably take off. Yeah. But it's wide open for them. Yeah, because really... Anaheim and San Jose are a lot better than we thought they were going to be, way too. Better. Yes, way so better. all of a sudden, the three California teams have really stepped it up. So Oilers it's, are it's like, nice. fuck. Yeah, <laughs> the like, Oilers just when like, we thought we were getting some traction. Totally. What about the uh, the new name of the, the Crypto.com, the Staples? How do you feel about that? Is it always going to be Staples to you deep down? Yeah. You got any crypto? Yeah, you got any crypto? Yeah. I don't have any crypto. Oh. I don't. You yeah, feel either. like a crypto guy. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I got ripped now. off trying to buy an <laughs> NFT two weeks ago. Did so. you? That was my poor attempt at okay. you know. Up he's one of those guys that wants to live in the, what's it called? The Uppy the Navitar, metaverse. metaverse. Yeah, he wants to he wants to get. In the I don't want to live in there, but it's coming like before we know it. I'm a big Westworld guy, mm, you I know. Like and, Westworld. and Westworld's a great show, and it's I mean, look at the shit that's going on. It's, <laughs> it's right there. It's right you know? there. Westworld's it's right, right there. there. <laughs> we're gonna be going in with these robots here, sure enough. Like we're having. I'll fun. go with you. Yeah, I'm yeah. in. If you get a, you get a place, we'll set up the golf. We'll set up the golf course with all you know. 
doing the thing in, in Westworld, the metaverse, and all I that love it. stuff. Yeah. Steeler, we appreciate your time. You got early tea time tomorrow, huh? 7 I do. First out tomorrow. Wow. So well, I guess, set the tone. I guess the greens will be good, right? That's what Greens <laughs> will be good. It'll be dark and cold. So, no missing curfew tonight for Brendan <laughs> No Steel? missing curfew tonight. Didn't okay. have to wait. Maybe you go low, uh, t- you know, go low no, tomorrow. Let's you go tone. low tomorrow, and then uh, we'll, you know, have a night on Thursday. That sounds like a good plan. All right. Well, we appreciate you taking your time, buddy. Thank you so much. You, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Up dog, we got him, Max. Thank you, buddy. I know it's been a long day for you. We saw you come by at like what time was that? At nine fifty. I know nine fifty. I was here at seven. I was here at seven fifty this morning. That's a different crowd than at three. In the yeah, yeah, this it was the coffee, like maybe coffee and Bailey's crowd. It wasn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't the tequila like all over the shirt. And just, nah, you know. I definitely like the afternoon crowd better. It's a little more fun, but it, there's a nice mellowness to like the morning yeah. coffee and Bailey's crowd. Yeah, it's kind of the wake and bake crowd. <laughs> yes, yeah. The wake yeah. And Bay, <laughs> not so bad. <laughs> totally. I mean, the sun actually. So behind us here, in North Scottsdale, the sun comes up over that mountain in the morning, boys, and it's it beautiful. Was, it, it actually makes you feel like you want to play golf. It's yeah. This is a golf city. Like it, it's it's it makes you want to go play golf. The tough part about living in Southern California, as you you boys know, sun comes out yeah. and you want to go to the beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, there's not a lot of beach, so you just go to the golf course. Yeah. How long have you been living here now, Max? Three I was actually years. T- three years. Yeah. 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 Yeah, three love, years. It's obviously been a great success for you and, and everything. We miss you in, in Cali, but the boys have big miss you. Dennis Shannon, yeah. he wanted me to say hi to you. He loves you. I talked to him two weeks ago. Mongo, I do. Mongo. I, I like li- I like living out. I like living out here, man. I get to hang out with people like Mike Commodore. Yeah, uh, that's legend. a great selling point. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. I mean, it has everything you need minus the ocean. It's just like yeah. California. Uh, golf is probably a little better here. Uh, just with how much space they have, real estate's a bit expensive. Uh, it's, it yeah. favors you as you sold the house. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. <laughs> but it's good. I'm looking I, to I like move that. I'm looking to move that cheddar somewhere, maybe you know, somewhere in the desert. <laughs> yeah, like hey, you said, a little cheaper dirt. Out. Little cheaper dirt. A so little. You get a little more competition too with the golfers around here. Yeah, I mean, the uh, literal best golfer in the world lives here, uh, so that helps. Uh, you got like I play with Ches Reeve, Wyndham Clark. You get big games and with really good players. So it's like, it's like, it's like you go home. And you're essentially playing another golf tournament, yeah. and you just stay as sharp as you can. And in the off season that we have, like two and a half weeks off, we get, uh, you know, you're, you're just staying as like dialed as you can. And I think that's a big plus of living here because California, we got some players, but there's you know, a small handful of pros. So it's nice. Well, Maxie, we them. got we got one year left at Big Canyon as junior members. So yeah. <laughs> you know, when we turn forty, and then get the we might be texting out. you, being like, uh, "What can we get out there? Can we get in? What's the best one out here? Whisper? No, we're gonna need you to whisper. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna need you to come on this podcast a lot more so we can make. some Hey, more I money. got you, boys. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Listen, you, you guys are great, but you told me uh, three hour round, play nine holes, bro. Like. As golfers, that's 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 too long. Yeah, I, I mean, I know long. part of it's the show, the chaos of, of the waste management or the wasted management, as some people <laughs> say. I was lucky, my group. I knew everybody in my group today, so it wasn't like, uh, you know, how many kids do you have and you yeah. know, where do you live. So I like knew all that, so that was cool. But uh, yeah, three hours is just not cool. I was supposed to see you guys like two and a half hours ago was my yeah. plan, and I was no, way we, late. We appreciate you coming. We appreciate you coming. Are you playing at uh, so? You Silverleaf or where are you at? Yeah, I play Silverleaf and Whisprock. I practice Perfect. here a Those lot, are the though. Two. This is a little closer to my house. Yeah. We get the back of the range. 
Uh, no one's back there. So you, I get my probably my best work in here, but all the games and stuff are at Wisbrock and Silver League. Is there any members that you play against that are just easy money, like human ATMs when you go when you go play like on your off days and you like go me? get a little money Like game? me if yeah, I was like a member <laughs> of your course? You're like, you're a six handicap, pal. It's, it's the big guy. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the, big it's the guy. gentleman over there in the yeah. nice pink shirt his, who his, just bought us around. His, so. eleva- or his, uh, his handicap's going up like an elevator lately. It's just straight up. Well, it has, to. it has and, to. And that's the thing, too. As a hockey guy, you, you take like two weeks off. You think you can still compete. And then your handicap stays low, and you're going out, and you're just getting your ass whooped. And you're like, there's no way. I, I, I like be... to rely on that. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I wish he played a little more uh, hockey so his handicap would just stay the same, come Ma- out rusty. Max, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm like a seven handicap, but three months ago it all came together. I don't know what happened, but I shot 69. I wake come up, on. And, dude, yeah, I wake I know, up the next day, stellar. I go from a seven to a three. Oh, and then I go two foul. months of not shooting, not breaking no, 80. So I'm at Big Canyon. I'm just like this. The, oh, boys, yeah, the boys are waiting for hey, me. Next so. time you shoot in the 60s, call me. I will fly home for a week, and we can play for the next seven <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You make more money in that week than you will. This Hell year, yeah. But, uh, uh, so, Max, three-time tour winner, buddy. You're uh, coming into a big weekend uh, this weekend and next. You're on the West Coast. Next week is uh, a one-year anniversary of your Genesis Championship. Excited? Yeah, I'm stoked. I went and did my media day two weeks ago. I didn't really think much about it, but when I was driving into the property, I don't know why, I got, like, reminiscent, and it was just cool. Uh, like, a million moments started rushing back, uh, one being just Joe and I, my caddy, and longtime friend, grew up in the same hometown, went to tournament. I mean, it's like our little golf tournament. 100%. And just, like, we were the last two kind of people at the golf course just walking, off the, uh, walking into the parking lot. I don't know why. That just hit me. So I'm stoked to go back this year with fans, friends and family will be yeah. out there. Uh, will be cool. It's always a, my favorite event, but this year is going to be something. Dude, you got, you got your Dodgers World Series, and then you won the Genesis. <laughs> yeah. right? I was yeah. like, I'm like, you, home is feeling good. Two things I feel, did not think were ever yeah, going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I'm like, home is feeling good. <laughs> Are you a Rams good. fan by chance? Or no, what's, I was what's more team? of a Rams fan when I uh, when Goff was there. Yeah, Goff and I went yep. to college. He together was here today, actually. He yeah, was I'm going to dinner him. with him uh, tonight. I'm a I'm a Packer. I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. Yeah. Uh, so I, I follow I like Aaron, Aaron wherever Rodgers. he may end up or stay. Uh, so I'm, I'm a I was a Packers fan this year. Um, but I mean, I'm, pro- I'm rooting for the Rams, LA team. I mean, I'm rooting course, for them. I think they're going to win. But I do that Joe Burrow kid. Man, he might be my favorite. He, he's up there in like dude. the young guns of athletes. Like he might be my favorite. He, Max, we had we had Keegan Bradley on earlier, and obviously Keegan's a Boston guy. And he said, I don't know, man, Joe, Joe Burrow's got kind of a Brady feel to him. And he it's does. funny. I had that feeling because he's cost me money the whole fucking playoffs See, except for week one. Him. And I'm like, <laughs> he's got a little Brady feel to him. Like it's, it's almost like. I don't know, I want to see the Rams win for staff. He's a beauty yeah. and whatever, but it does have that feel to it, right? He's got, like, you can never quantify the it factor, yeah. but he, whatever that is, he has all of it. Like, he's got all of it. The whole team loves him. He's like, he seems like the best leader going, and he's just smooth. Like, he's just yeah. smooth. And he has that cockiness that no one cares that he's being cocky. Like, yeah, he had exactly. that lie that he said something about, like, he's wearing those funny uh sick fighter jets f- just flew over our head hey keep it down boys <laughs> hey keep it down boys America. He, he's wearing those funny ass uh glasses he's got i can't pull those off and he like his instagram post or something like that's like uh cardiac glasses i can't even pikachu he's just <laughs> oh this guy's just cool like i don't know what it is that's great so uh break down this golf tournament a little bit for us we've been here all day it's an absolute shit show around 16 and that's kind of where i like to get in the mix yeah. I, I like a little mix he's been buzzing he's got, he's got up and down those stairs 14 times already i love that's it why i think there's, there's so much action so describe maybe coming out into that tee like you have a walk-on song like what would it be like because it's i mean i've heard 
It's just pumping tunes in there it's all pumping. day. It's pumping. If people I had to even know there's a golf tournament No, going no, on? this golf tournament summed up as quickly as I can is a party that a golf tournament broke out at. Yeah. It's like sometimes you're at a party and, like, someone starts playing beer pong and it gets competitive. That's – the beer pong is golf here. Like, it's like just we just decided to roll out and, like, play for a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so – but it's, it's awesome. Uh, but it's chaos. I mean, I was just telling the story. My first time I ever playing here, walking down 10. You walk 10 to 16 is the easiest route. And I – cart past crowd i'm just trying to cross to get in the fairway and there's two pretty girls and like heels look like they're going to bevy and i'm like excuse me and she gave me like the look like excuse me i have a boyfriend look and i'm yeah, like nah yeah. you know i'm good yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. just trying to play i'm looking for my ball looking for my ball you see like, a tight list over here this is different man this dude is different. there was a crew that walked by here earlier that they looked like straight like they were going like last weekend in vegas they should have been like the oh, outfits yeah. are unbelievable that's what blew me away the first two things when i came here three years ago was what the girls wear which you got to respect and me and Uppy have been to a lot of music festivals, and, and, and me and Uppy like getting banged up. But on the Saturday here, yeah, I will Saturday, put up so. the drunkest human beings in the history of the planet. Like, guys leave here, like, I've never seen people that drunk. One of the best parts about living here is meeting, I know some of the people who work, uh, whether it's like the beer gardens or work at 16 or whatever, or at the bird's nest. And I get a lot of the videos of like the, you know, like the drunk guy who's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Down. It's, like it's like he's in a to- his own tornado. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah he's yeah. leaving Burning Man. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, That's he, a great he's way to lost describe all it. four. Like, gravity is beating the shit out of this guy. And he's just, like, slowly making his way. And I get to see all of those videos. I mean, this hill, you'll see people rolling down oh, that man. hill. When it rained here three years ago and Rick won, I mean, people were just sliding down the hill all muddy, drunk. It's so much fun. I walked through here my first year uh, coming to the golf tournament. I was playing for the Coyotes, and I had a super hot girlfriend at the time. And I Congrats. had a – Then I went single for 10 years. But anyway, I had a, I just tore my ACL, so I had, like, a little golf cart like <laughs> oh, this. Oh, hell yeah. And I was just cruising, right? And – Sure as shit, I'm coming down 18 on along the bleachers, and every guy that I passed was just like, "Hey, yo, you uh, one-legged like fuck, you know, <laughs> yeah. send your girl up here. We got her right." And I'm just like, "These guys are animals here. Animals. This is crazy. Like animals. no one, it's no one cares." Yeah, no. On 18 today in the uh, pro am, I hit in the right bunker off the tee, getting in to hit my shot, and some guy yells like something about how he should have hit the fairway, which is just really yeah. good joke. Like, yeah. yeah, really yeah. good. <laughs> And then he said it again a couple minutes later, and I looked up, which I will not do in the tournament. My theory in this term is do not feed the animals. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, like, you course, give course. them one, and you're out. So uh, so I finally I said something to him, like, you know, that wasn't funny the first time nor the second time, and he just starts making kissy faces at me. And I'm like, this is the weirdest. <laughs> I mean, we're not used to you guys, you know, part of, like, a, a, a sporty community that has, like, a lot of, like, heckling and trash. And I like all that, but we're just so – it's so abnormal for golf I that know. it's just – it's yeah, they got no – they have no – it's just a loose cannon. Everyone's just screaming. And you must get more of it now because of, I mean, how unbelievable you are on Twitter, right? With the golf yeah, swing Yeah, I brought this upon myself. No, I mean, hey, listen. You're <laughs> go- I'm sorry, but you've asked for that. Yeah, I've, I've asked, asked for this. What you say to, and we talked about this last year we had job, but what you say to guys about their golf swing, man, it's, I don't know where you come from, but, but it's a tasteful, me. and this one used, used to tell people when they came in the league in the NHL, if you want to chirp, you got to be tasteful about it. You can't just say something that's too true. You and can't just say you suck. Exactly. Like, make it exactly. funny. Make it tasteful. Yeah, gentle. I, yeah, because I know? turn around and I you're say, the best hey, bud, you're pay- you. your girl that you're sitting beside, she's staring at me. You paid for her ticket. Yeah, that's like, what I, This is, yeah. you know, she probably wants to fuck me. Bro. <laughs> that's <laughs> all I would say to the guys, the mutants behind the penalty box, they'd be sitting there with all dudes. I'm like, shocking, you guys got no girls with you here. Yeah. Like, there you go. Have another hot dog or something. I would there say you go. That's all I would really say. I say, that's what I need to, for this week, I need to step up my, like, response game. I don't have 
have a good response game. I'll just wait to Twitter. You got it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, wait till there. <laughs> Max, I want to ask you, I think I saw something about a new whiskey company. You got something Yeah, Eliza yeah, Craig. Yeah, Eliza Craig. Brother, talk doing a partnership that. with them. I think they're doing something with the tour coming up. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, new knowledge, but, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I had never been to, like, a distillery like that before, yeah. so visiting there was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, me and my caddy are doing much, like, content stuff for them, and it's really good. So it's been fun. You know, now I, I upgraded from uh, really low-level beers to, like, old fashions. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm an old fashioned yeah. guy Listen, now. you can come to a Mystic Curfew dinner. Me and Uppy yes. drank 400 old fashions in Vegas last weekend. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so well, I don't know if that's, booze, I don't know if that's We're looking to add to those numbers here. At <laughs> yeah, you should. Open. This yeah. is the right place to do it. No, I know it is. So uh, where do we find that whiskey? Everywhere? Dude, like yeah. kind of everywhere. Okay, yeah. good. It, it's, it's rad. And like I said, it's uh, if you want to grow up a little, like here and there for dinner, if you want to just grow up a little bit, I feel like that's, uh, the, yeah. that's the way to do it. I don't need any more hair on my chest, but it's mean, <laughs> something I could drink. I we, mean, could yeah. yeah. we could use a couple of us. We could use some of us. Uh, well, Max, I know you had a big weekend. Yeah. We're just glad. What time you, are you off tomorrow? Glad you come on. I, I don't even shit. remember. The morning. <laughs> <laughs> the morning time. I got to check hey, that. You're going to play on our team for sure. What time's the bus? No idea. Steeler's got a 730. I'm like, Steeler, then we'll see you We'll see Thursday night. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a. This is the one tournament you don't want to get stuck out on, <laughs> no. on a Saturday morning, no. early, early, early. So, no, but we appreciate you taking your time. I know it was a long day for you, fellas. So, thank you so Love much. Love you, boys. Good luck this always. week, buddy. Yeah, Keep always. her going. Thank appreciate you, guys. You got the nice tan going. You're looking good. <laughs> Keep her going. Perk of the golf. Part, <laughs> of, the, <laughs> hey, part of the job, baby. Learn yeah. to feel job. good. Play good. Exactly. All right, big fella. We're back at it. We're at the, the main attraction. You know what? Golf is dying down. But the beauties are still here. Yeah, this and is when we take over. The sun's about to go down a little mm -hmm. bit. And this is a guy here. I saw him a couple years ago at the W. You're on the same game plan as I was, Calm. Mike Commodore, thanks for joining us, fella. Thank you very much for having me, guys. I yeah. appreciate it. How's the golf game right now, bud? Trash. Is it just trash. a day of the week trash, or is it just a, been a bad month, or what, what's up? I've been working. You know, I go into these <laughs> simulators, and I, I'm working. I'm trying to get my golf swing instead of wrapping it around my fucking head. I'm trying to keep it short. Yeah. Know, a little more consistent. Yeah. Anyways, simulator, it's all working nice. <laughs> so last, just on Saturday night, I get shit faced. That it's basically like Top Golf, but in Canada, and you can run it at like up to minus twenty Celsius or whatever. It, anyways, yeah. So I'm outside hitting down. balls, and I am. I mean, rental clubs, and uh, I think I might. I should just start fucking playing with rentals. And I'm fucking hitting it nice, flush, nice. Yeah, flush. I get down here yesterday. Real grass, real grass. I mean, it's not the. Pr I don't give a shit. I get out there. I just put a fucking hour rain session in. Honest to God, every other ball was 50 yards right, right into the fucking cactus. Yeah, the case game. of the loopholes. Oh, that's is, is what we that call the case of the loopholes. Yeah, oh, I had the big time. I should have put one of his fucking jerseys on. <laughs> it was fucking embarrassing. But thank God I was at way at the side of the range. I, honestly, I, I hit a shot. I'd be like, fuck, I hope nobody saw so, that. So it's when like you Tin Cup. We're supposed to be professionals here. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. It was, you would, I mean, people were in play like dead right. Hey, I saw a couple guys. Yards out. When we got here today, I went over and watched some of the pro-ams warm-ups. Don't feel bad. There was a couple guys in that range that I'm like, they're going out and playing that pro-am right okay. now. Like, I'm talking chili dippers right down the range. So. Oh, they would just be shitting their shitting pants their out pants. there and then come into this hole. <laughs> 16 oh. people just giving it to you. Oh. Hey, so they're, they're just hoping to get like it my whole career, like my whole career. <laughs> get off the ice, O'Brien, for fuck's sake. What the fuck are you doing out there? <laughs> so, Kami, would you say, like, coming back from Canada, your game isn't quite in tip-top shape? Because you play with a lot of pros around here. We just had Max yeah, Holm sure. on here. Yeah, I, asked, I asked Holm, I'm like, hey, so you getting some money games, like, on the off days? Like, any of your buddies, like, easy money, like the human ATM? And he's like, yeah, yeah. he just literally points right at you. Yeah. 
you know what? I would like to say that's a lie, and <laughs> I would like to come back and be like, you know, you know what? He's full of shit. You know, I, <laughs> I've taken a couple bucks off. It's You're not like, even fucking close, and I'm getting a million strokes. I I'm know, a, I mean, I'm a. You know what? It, these guys. I'm are, a forehand. I go anywhere from good. a two to a five. Oh, they so are me so good. It's so disgusting. Are you playing a Whisper Rock? I still am. Yeah. How is that course? It's, it's good. The best, isn't yeah, it? it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the course I, is awesome. The hang is great. The hang is I heard great. The hang. Is great. I got a little, uh, and you probably do too. Yours is probably a little bit uh, crazier hair than mine, but I got a bobblehead in there. I got a oh. little bobblehead at our boy. It was Mike, right? It was, yeah, it was Zeno. Yeah, he's Zeno. now out in Maui. He, Those are now Maui. all gonzo. What? I know. Oh, I, was, I had one the there, too. Desk. It's fucking gone. Yeah, so, I keep so asking where are those bobbleheads. Yeah, so the, right club, the, oh, the clubhouse guy, beauty. Like, it was whatever Great you needed. Dude. He you loved. Know, if you're in the tub and you needed four fresh beers, he's bringing over the beers. It's whatever. Oh, I thought you were going to say four fresh blondes. I was like, this guy is a good guy. Hey, there's no women allowed. Yeah, no women allowed. It's a quick way to get out of there. He fucking loved hockey players. Yeah. Do that for just oh yeah yeah I know I know he he's a great loved guy. hockey because Gretz when Colorado I played dude. when I played here for the Coyotes and and Gretz was our coach uh, he brought a couple of us out the one day and uh-huh. anyway like you're right he loved hockey guys it was such he a good loved atmosphere guys good ice cream in there you got a good ice cream is it like like a Sunday watching it was football? his uh, what, what was it? it was his milkshake oh the oh, milkshake is what I like those when I'm hung over thing up with the rum. Whisper Rock oh, milkshake oh, when I'm hung oh, I like a good milkshake oh I'll tell you what I'll have to. We'll go chunk it around and we'll yeah. fucking smash milkshakes. Yeah, I'm down, call me. I'm in for that. I'm drink as many milkshakes as you take strokes. <laughs> fucking loaded. I'll be hitting the shitter on the way out, that's for sure. <laughs> right hey, call me. So I, I got to tell you, when I first met you, we had some fun. You were, you, you know, one thing I always appreciated you as a single guy, and I was a single guy for a long mm-hmm. time, is you never settled down in one place. You were no. in, you had a spot in Kelowna on the lake, and oh. then you're like, you know what, up dog, I'm only here for like a month, and I'm going to head back, you know, I'm going to go to maybe, you know, Phoenix or Maui for a bit. And just, sure. You know. Yeah. What was that? Like, I, no, not many hockey guys really have it in them to stay single and stay fun and, like, really enjoy their life, but you kind of found, like, a thing from, from winning the Stanley Cup to just enjoying yourself to being single to traveling around, not staying in one place. Can yeah. you describe what that life like? You know what, I've actually, it's, it's, it's actually funny you brought that up because, I'm 42 years old now, and still looking fresh. Yeah. By the way, I got to tell you. Thank you, thank you. It must be the cut of the shirt. No, you're looking. Thank you, thank you. I mean, I, I work at it a little bit. At least try and keep it just where we're at marginally now. <laughs> the fuck together yeah. a little bit. That's basically what I do. Yeah, you know what? It's just I get in a place. I think maybe part of it. My old man. When I went to the University of North Dakota. Yeah. I don't even know why he said this. My my dad's been married. For fucking 15 Tony years. Herkus, eh? Tony Herkus, Tony Herkus. The, the Herkus Circus. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Obi Baker winner. First year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play with him? He's a fucking North Dakota legend, that guy. He's a wily fucking backdoor tap like player. No one's business. Smart good player. player. Good Very player. smart, yeah. yes. So my dad, when he dropped me off at college, and I don't even know why he said this, he dropped me off. So freshman year, dropped me off at Walsh Hall. He goes, hey, just make sure when you leave here you got no ties. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, like literally came out, I'm like, ah. I'm like, I don't know why I fucking remembered it. So, I yeah, mean, ended so up playing there for that, three years. And then story. my career, I played 14 years as a pro. I played for 14 fucking teams. <laughs> Boy. Literally. That's a good thing. Fuck. fuck. Everyone yeah, wanted, no, everyone I mean, wanted I, you. I, everyone I, wanted you. Everyone wanted you. Come on. Yeah, yeah, double double to give me. I got seven. I think he's got six or seven. This is including American League and Russia. Okay, good. Okay, then we're probably up to about 10 or 12. Yeah, we're Totally. My dad said to me, sorry to cut you off. My dad no, said fine. to me when I went, when I made pro, he said, "I just he goes, if you get married before you're 30, you're a fucking idiot." Your dad's a smart. And dude. I don't know. Yeah. And my dad's been married for 35 years, uh-huh. and my mom, and they love each other uh-huh. still. But 
it sunk in with me, and I'm 38 now, and I'm with you. I mean, I was dating a beautiful girl for a year and a half and whatever, but I'm just with you. I, I don't I don't it's have hard. the hurt. It's hard. Oh, like, think of Pitter and how yeah. hard he worked, right? You're and think of your old man, how hard they worked to raise mm-hmm. us, and he sends you off to school, and he's, it's your young little prodigy, right? Your young little prodigy, and he's a fresh, like, you know, let's just say innocent prodigy about to hit the world, and he's got talent, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to work in his hometown. You're from Alberta. I'm from Fort McMurray, Alberta. You know, fucking Port Hope. Yep. Your, your dad sees this, like, young kid that's going to go attack the world and be able to chase his dreams, and the last thing he wants is for him to, like, do something dumb. Yeah. Like, get someone pregnant. Or, you know, just... Or get married. Yeah, or get married. It's yeah. like... You get somebody pregnant, you get somebody... And then the next because, thing you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in Fort Saskatchewan yeah. still. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. There's exactly. nothing against it. There's nothing wrong. There's Are nothing you a Fort Sasky boy? I'm a Fort Sasky guy, yeah. Fucking and Wiz. Yes, wow. exactly. Yeah. look at that. Yeah. Nothing but talent coming Fuck out of that's here. That's a lot so, of hey, with those two. No, no, that's along. a good crew there. That's a good crew of guys right there. You yeah, can play a lot any of way you want. Hey, yeah. A lot of battles you can play against it. the Fort Mac boys. You can play hey, it any way you want with those how, guys. How many times you had to go up and fight in Fort Mac when you were Oh, my God. I went up to Fort. I actually went there for the first time since. I've been there probably maybe two times in my life. Yeah. First time going up there, yeah. I was playing for the Fort Saskatchewan Traders. Traders yeah. I, was, uh, I was in grade 12. I was 16 years old, and they always had a fucking tough team. I went up there. I don't even know. I shouldn't even brought a stick. <laughs> no. I, walk, I mean, the place the fans was. Are all over oh you. my god! They're all, they're I don't know how you, many beers I yeah, got you dumped pussy. on me. You're not going to fight. Get you. on the ice. It was on, and they had a tough team. I'm 16 years old. Oh, I'm buddy. fighting guys that are 20 years old. I mean, it's I'm cra- in one. Here. I know, in one. For sure. Oh, and I'm, I mean, I'm like, same I'm as me. For my life crowd just giving it to me. Booted out of the first game. Play the next game. Booted out of that hey, one too. So this is funny. I mean, this, it was prison rule. This is funny about Buddy, Fort Mac goes just before you. Should have yeah, just yeah. showed up in the parking lot. He talks lot, about yeah. everybody on the team. <laughs> he talks about dress boys. Yeah, fucking. What am I? Bring my gear up here for? <laughs> it was crazy. You talk about playing back to backs in Fort Mac. There would be an 8:30 p.m. game on Saturday, Obes, and it was so all the guys that worked the trade, like uh, you know, up at the oil company, yeah. they could get off and come to the game. So 8:30 p.m. and then you'd have a two o'clock game the next day, mm-hmm. just so you can get. Home at a half decent hour because it's four hours right. back to yeah, back four hours back. You imagine back to like you're you're literally fucking getting home after getting you know fighting your fucking oh. way out of that arena and then Fuck. getting up at you know noon to go play again and then hitting the bus and just ice bags. Oh, hey, oh. call me same as you. I was 16 years old playing tough. Ontario Provincial. My my uncle played in the NHL for a while, Dennis O'Brien. And just getting the shit kicked out of me every game. And I come out one day with my head down. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm getting beat up. He's like, you're 16 years old. If you're not getting beat up, you're not fighting the right guys. Like, you're going to have to right. eventually learn. And yeah. that's what I would tell young guys. And, and you were a killer, too. But there's only one way to learn is get in there. You got to get in there. You got to get in there. It's not fun for anyone. You just get in there. Yeah, 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 it ain't fun. No, it's like fun. picking hey, up chicks. Have, you got to learn it's the like hard way. It's like picking up chicks. Yeah. You got to get in there. Yeah. Get in there. Yeah, you're going to say something stupid. 100%. You're going to say something stupid. It's only going to make you a better guy. Rod's going to tell you, you're an idiot. Yeah. I learned from that. That didn't work. Someone will like it. Her friend yeah. might like it. Yeah. Call yeah. me. I, I wanted to ask Everywhere. you, buddy. I've, I've heard a lot about you from Loops and Uppy, and obviously I played against you and stuff. But um, when you won the cup, when you traveled around and went to fucking every Stanley Cup party, that was one of the most legendary things I've ever heard. Was that just spur of the moment you said, fuck it? Kind of how you live your life in general kind it, of thing, right? Yeah, it was. It, yeah. it was actually, yeah, that's bang on. I ended up, long story short, so it was my first year in Carolina. We, we ended up winning. We were supposed to be trash. And... Rod Brindamore was the captain. And so Rod didn't talk to me for, oh, fuck, <laughs> basically the entire year. So we had a rookie party like halfway through the year oh, or fuck. three months in. I think it was in L.A. So I get shit-faced at this fucking rookie party. I'm like, ah, fuck Rod. I'm like, so I start giving it to him a little bit in a, in a good way. Yeah, a tasteful way. And anyways, and he had Rod had this, I'm not sure if he still does it, 
but he had this golf tournament in Campbell River, where he's from. He had it for like 15 years. He never invited anybody because in his mind, he thought nobody wanted to come. So the only person he ever had there, which is great, but he had Harold Schneps. Never <laughs> had Schneps the old D-man. The old yeah. D-man back in oh, yeah, the back, yeah, yeah. Vancouver Canuck He's legend. the only guy that had slower feet That's than me, I think, in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only guy that went. So I heard about this golf tournament. I'm shit-faced at the rookie party. I'm like, hey, I'm like, Rod, I'm coming to your golf tournament. He's like, oh, yeah? He goes, I'm going to remember this. And I go, yeah, fuck, you don't invite anybody. What a fucking joke. I'm fucking coming. So it ends up, it's an Olympic year. Yeah. We end up winning. So the point of the Olympic year is that the season's longer. Yeah, it's longer. So we end up winning in June 19th, it was. So we we end up winning, doing all this shit. I'm getting shit-faced in Raleigh. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't say this often. I was the fucking man. <laughs> I, I didn't want to leave. I believe it. And so Rod, he goes, hey, golf tournaments this weekend. We went on a Monday. Golf tournaments on Saturday. No. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I should have kept, go kept my mouth closed at that fucking. I should have kept my fucking mouth closed. Hey, I've been there. So, anyways, went out, so did his fucking deal. And then, you know, for me, I was just looking at it. I'm like, look, I mean, I've been, you know, went to the finals and lost. Two years later, the next NHL year, was lucky enough to, to win. And I'm like, fuck it. Chances are it's probably not going to happen again. So I just said, you know what? If I get invited to a party, if I could do it over again, I would do it slightly differently. If I get invited to a fucking party and it's in North America, I'm going. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'll work out in the mornings and I'll make it work. Yeah, whatever. I'll sweat it out. I'll fuck find it. a Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. find something. Yeah. So I did, I think, 12 or 13 cup parties, shit-faced at all of them. If I could do it over again... I would have went to fucking Europe. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But that was the one. Th- I'm like, I can't go. To yeah. Did you ever jump on? still jump on a bird too with the boys with the with the gloves or what? Like the yeah, actually, the yeah, yeah, Ray's yeah. right over the yeah. So to go get the cup after we when we won. So Ray and I, so Ray and I are both Ray Whitney and I yeah, are both yeah. from Fort Saskatchewan. Yeah. So we had our cup weekend, if I remember correctly, it was like the third weekend in August. So it's getting kind of close to training yeah, camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, and so. Doug Waite had it the day before on a, I think it was a Thursday or something like that in St. Louis. So if we, if they were just going to fly in commercial, it was going to take a day and a half to get to Edmonton. So Ray was like, hey, he's like, hey, we've got to go get this fucking cup. So Ray and I were, <laughs> we had two days. Wait, wait and for then commercial. I talked, up, talked myself into another, uh, another day. So we ended up having three days total. And so I'm like, yeah, Ray. I'm like, let's go. He goes, well, we got to take a plane. I go, well, you're fucking paying. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a fucking league minimum here. I was one of one of like the four guys that got my salary rolled back after the oh. lockout. So I got rolled back after the lockout, but I was below league minimum, so, so they oh, bumped me up fifty grand God, or whatever that it was. Is insane. Yeah, I'm like, God. yeah, Ray. I'd love to be on a private plane. Yeah, you're yeah, fucking yeah, paying. Yeah. Exactly. So we went and got it, and then came back and fucking got after it. It was a good time. It was a good time. I lost my train of thought there. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, you're right. You're right on it. We can get it back to your train of thought if you want to talk about Babcock. Oof. I want to talk to you before you rip into Bowser, <laughs> which I don't mind you ripping into him. Let's he talk about shit. when did the yeah, robe I want to look was right at the camera. Hey. That guy is a piece of shit. Hey. When the robe came out, was that Calgary or Carolina? When you had that the was Carolina, Carolina. But let's talk. Let's talk about your run in Calgary because, yeah. in my opinion, I wasn't in the league yet. That was the last greatest final. Not that they're all not great, but you guys were sure. the old rules. It was fucking clutching and grabbing. Iggy it was cross-checking. Yeah. Iggy, yeah, it was awesome. great, great fight. Fucking, our boy yeah, Prince, he's Alberta boy. I mean, I just remember the, the Red Mile. That must have been an epic run, too. I know you guys came out 
got fucked a bit, but oh, we got well, they won. Hard. <laughs> I mean, yeah. won. I just brought it up. Uh, I mean, Jelena scored. The fucking... Where the fuck is my second ring? Yeah, yeah. yeah. His pad was behind oh the line. It, it went in. I it's saw a, it. Yeah, I mean, they, they didn't have for some reason. Princey's gonna go start crying well, over here. I, so yeah, I, didn't, have, I, didn't, have, I didn't quite have your line on my fucking TV. How much is this shit worth? Fucking the old four run was. It was. It was. It's kind of funny comparing the two, like uh, 04 to 06, and after the new rules yeah, and everything. Yeah. So, like, our, in a nutshell, our 06 team was, like, I think the reason why we, one of the biggest reasons why we won is we were the quickest team to adapt to the new rules. We had a fucking team, I mean, me not Saprican, included. Saprican, Le- Lombardi. No, no, oh, no, no, he's talking Carolina. The, the Carolina. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. You, had no, like you had, like, Willie. We had, a, we had our fucking forwards are unbelievable. Yeah. Cole. Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were we could score. Yeah. And then two years earlier with the old old rules, we had – that was the toughest team I had ever been on. I mean, we got Chris Simon. I know. I fuck. Mean, that guy is was scariest. He came up to me one night. Oh, I think my he was, God. I don't that know guy if he was in Calgary or Long Island. And he went, you think you're tough, kid? <laughs> and oh, I'm like, boy. hey, I I'm just – I go, I'm just trying to stay in the league. Yeah. Like, Burrard, I, yeah. I don't think I'm tough. I just want to stay with all the hot girls are. Yeah. <laughs> so don't beat me up. Oh, he my was God. He was a fucking – Killer. Him and Berard played in uh, in Russia together. He yeah. said it was beyond bonkers. Like oh, these guys were hitting been. Russia hard, eh? Oh, it would have <laughs> yeah. been. Run- and then I think they were on that team with the fucking mobster that was, or the mafia yeah. that ran the team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sticking the, the cash the and the pads. And or yeah. what was it called? The base. Uh, no, what, what is it called when they, it'll come to me. Those rich dudes. Yeah, Trevor Gillies played up. there. Trevor Gillies yeah, played for that same team. Yeah, yeah he's a fuck. I love that guy. He's a fucking meat stick. I love him to death, though. Oh, he is fucking intense. He's a killer, man. But. To the yeah, difference sorry, we're the no, 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 it's totally fine. The 04 team, I mean, we had, uh, to be honest, I, I mean, I wouldn't say we were, well, the rules were different. Yeah, they we were had, great. Weren't we they great? had a fucking tough ru- team. Yeah, it was nice. Oh, fuck. Oh, you didn't have to skate just I fucking, know, here you I go. Know. I was oh, like, they said it goes great. John, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> but we had a tough team, I mean, with Simon and Olawa, but, but also Jerome. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah, we, yeah, had, yeah, we had tough. two players on that. I mean, there was a bunch of good players, but. I mean, we basically had a fucking goalie that was unreal, yeah. and we had Jerome. I mean, Jerome was fucking scoring at will, basically. Yeah, yeah. He was a fighting. Beast. I mean, oh, he was a fucking killer. And yeah, we should have fucking won. And it's tough because I play with Marty St. Louis, Vinny, and Richie, and Boiler, and Camp. I love those guys. I know, I do too. I know, yeah, but I mean, I when you looked at it quick... I mean, that's, uh, that's why I mean, not the, building the a argument new, can be it made. It can be made. It can and be it's made. funny. I just watched the tuck rule. Maybe we're onto something here because they did the tuck rule with Woodson and Brady last week. Yeah. Talking about that. Yeah. Maybe we could do something about this goal with Carl. We could maybe get Vinny to come in and get the Seriously. boys to talk about it. Maybe we could do something. I think like Cal- that. last year in the NHL, I got traded from fucking Babcock in fucking Detroit, which was a total <laughs> fucking disaster again for the second time. And I got traded to Tampa. I walk into the dressing room. Oh, you room did? That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. I mean, it's very forgettable. Yeah, no, it's no. Very forgettable. I fucking walk in there, is... and all I see is pictures all over the wall oh, about yeah. that run. And I'm like, oh. I don't know these guys, so I bite yeah, my yeah, tongue, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I mean, it was actually, that was probably, i tell you what, some of my best buddies are still from those 10 fucking games I played there. I loved it there. Great, I had man. so much fun. I mean, you like sunshine and golf and, and, oh, and women. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And I'll tell you so what. Call me. You know I'm what? like, how the fuck did these guys even play hockey here? You ever play, yeah. Remember Chris Gratton? Oh, yeah. Gratz was one of yeah. my best veteran guys Play with ever. him in Columbus. Yeah, we'd play nine holes every now and then. The yeah. one year we were the playoffs, Gratz, like, I played nine before the game. Um, but Vinny and Richie and Boiler, like, I walked in there. I got traded my rookie year. Two years after, 
you know, you guys went to the finals against him. And I'm walking that dressing room as a rookie that doesn't know anyone. And I'm, yeah. sh- I'm shitting my pants. Yeah. And they were such great guys to me in the way they embraced me and let me. Because two years ago, I watched them fucking win the Stanley Cup. I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ, this is crazy. They had a good team. There's yeah. no doubt about no, it. No, they did It was a good final. There's no doubt it about it. It was the best final. I, it was, it was good. So I've, you're the perfect guy to ask. Sorry, Ups. Yep. I've often, I never got, to, I only got the second round, but I often wanted to get into the finals. As a guy that likes to have a good time of losing, what's it like? Like, not to relive it here, but do you just. Losing? Just drink your sorrows away. Yeah, losing in the finals, I can't imagine. I know you won one, so maybe you're the guy to ask. Yeah. Because it doesn't hurt as much, but it's got to be like, fuck, all that way for. Or you, you know just what? embrace it after. Well, look at Montreal you know, this year. They're just fucking dirt. Oh, fuck it. They're trash. still in a funk. Oh, <laughs> I went to my first game since COVID, since COVID hit. First game was St. Louis came in to play Calgary. This is like two weeks ago. A couple ago. weeks ago, yeah. A couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, it was fucking embarrassing. <laughs> it was fucking embarrassing. Especially I got from a guy some, that... And it's not the usher's fault. They're just doing yeah. their job. I get that. I got somebody yelling at me to fucking keep my mask up. If, if you're thirsty, you better go wrap your fucking lips around the tap and the shit. I know. Pritchie <laughs> told me you couldn't have a beer at the game. Beer. I said, can't get a fucking water. I said, you got you no can't get cups. a beer at a fucking Flames game. That's come on here. Let's go now. That's half not. filled. I mean, it was half filled. I cups. sat there and I grinded it a out. Toilet water. It was in seven one, and you know, and, you know, Justin Falk or whatever know, said I something know. before yeah. and get ripped. I was fucking pissed. I'm like, these guys are ripping me. I don't want to come to Canada. He's fucking Listen, right. I play. I golf. wouldn't want to either. It's I a play golf joke. with Falker. Bertuzzo, a bunch of the boys two days before that, they were in Seattle. Bertuzzo had a tough game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they God. went hey, from he's a great We've all been there. Oh, hey, he's a modern, this was bad. He's a modern-day Mike Commodore, Bobo. He's a great team guy. I'm telling know, you, one know, of the best. And he's yep. getting paid for it. He's yeah, a fucking great guy. So, anyway, I think it's great. We, have a, you know, we have a night in St. Louis, and we have some fun, and they kick the shit out of the Seattle Kraken, and then they go mm-hmm. into Van, and they win again. Then they go to Calgary and it's stink fest. Yeah, and but what well, Falk, couldn't wait to get the fuck listen, out of what there. What Falker no. said was something he brought up to me too, and I'm, I'm like, of course, like you know what? And good on him for actually speaking his mind. Hundred percent. Good on him for speaking his yeah. mind. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you know, it touches on a little bit earlier. You know, I'm, I'm trying something with as far as relationships. Because I'm 42 years old, and hey, fuck, I'm trying hard. Here. Hey, if you need some <laughs> relationship, I mean, that's all I could do. Hey, hey, coach, don't watch if you the need video. Some, if you need some relationship advice, text me. I'll help you out with. Okay, <laughs> Kirby, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. You're first on my yeah, list. Yeah. Like, Holmes, I got hey, some. Hey, what do you think of this? Obi-Wan? She this said this to me. Always, what do you think about that? I'm like, fuck that, Connor. You don't need that shit. Tell her to go fuck herself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, are you looking forward to any of the uh, the music acts this week here at the Waste Management Open? We you got, know what? Being completely honest, you don't even I, know. I don't know. So Diplo's playing tonight. The DJ, he's he's okay, but he got to be him. pretty banged can up I be, to see that. Can I be totally honest with yeah. you? I'm not nothing against it. Yeah, I've heard of Diplo. Yeah, I know, uh, I know. I have no fucking clue. I am more of a. I'll tell you what, if ACDC was here, yeah, I, I would fucking know that. How about that. Sam when, when Hunt? Kim, you know Sam Hunt? I know the He's name. A country guy. He's playing yeah. here tomorrow night. Okay. I yeah, like so that. Sam I like Hunt's country music, here, too. Yeah, tomorrow night. What Kid about, Pro, what about Pearl Jam? Call me like Pearl Jam? Love Pearl Jam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's more my... Yeah. Last we time saw, I went to a concert here was Kid Rock, probably awesome. four or five years ago. Fuck, we used to get back out. You know what, Call me. we got to keep calling the loop. So there's this thing called the Ohana Fest. It's just south of us in California. Eddie puts it on. Okay. We saw Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam back-to-back nights. It's in September, right on the right on the beach. Oh, I love back-to-back, love back-to-back that. nights. Yeah, it was yeah, back-to-back nights and then back-to-back weekends. Yeah, that's right. I had back-to-back five. Back-to-back. I got to get it. I'm actually, can I go I had ahead? five nights of Eddie Vedder in fucking ten days. Yeah, that's right. It was Well, nuts. can I bitch a little bit to you guys? Sure, yeah. You know, I've heard about you guys and, and your yeah. crew in Newport Beach. And I've never fucking got an invitation. Oh, well, well listen, I'm putting that hey, on up here. Hey, I'm it's putting on that. Cause it's listen, actually it's more. It's on. Because I've never even met. This is the most time I've ever spent with you. Like, even when I saw you at the W... 
and we were both a couple years yeah, ago. We were both in one. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to go up to Kami right now. He's gonna. You should have. I, I no, wish I you know, would. I know, I know. But it. you know what I'm saying? I like, I've yeah. never. This is the I most. Now that I got your number, yeah, you'll be here. You'll be here a lot for me, buddy. You'll be a lot for me. Yeah, you're you're an incredible friend of the pod, though. I got to yeah. tell you, you, we'd love to have you on. Hey, I comment on some posts. Yeah. Uh, of course. I get in the mix. A friend of yeah. the pod is a, yeah. is a friend hey, of ours. Thanks a lot for having and me. A great, hey, listen, and a great career, brother. Listen, yeah. I, you inspired a guy like me when I watched you win your cup and go to the finals and, 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 and play hard and physical. And I never wanted to fight you, so thanks for not fighting me either. I appreciate well, that's that. That's weird because I didn't want to fight you either. <sighs> I just wanted you know to get, can I, I can get I say through the game. Yeah. Get, in my opinion, in my opinion, you get fucking shortchanged. I remember playing against you. I'm like, man, this fucking, and I don't want to kiss your ass no, too hard yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. but I'll tell you what. remember playing against you at Tampa all over the fucking place, and I'm like, this fucking Shane O'Brien, <laughs> he's tough. He can handle the fucking puck. Throws backhand you, sauce. You like do no not get, in, in my opinion, Thank you, Kobe. That means you do a lot. not get nearly enough. I remember it to this day. I'm like, man, this guy's fucking good. He can fucking play. So thank you. It's nice to meet you. I appreciate yeah. that. You're like, no, no, you're like, I mean you're like, you're like, I know you do. You're I like, mean if it you, too. you're like, if you could just mix in a salad, he would have been all right. <laughs> ah, <fuck laughs> if he could have just laid off the fucking ah, meat sauce, hey, fuck that. I appreciate shit. that, Kami. Thank no, you very from you one were a good player. from one demon to another. It means a lot to me. Player. Thank you very much, ah, sir. You're welcome. It's, man, and there's no bullshit. Yeah. Kami, I mean, up he was a fucking yeah. good. I don't have to kiss yeah, 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 no, no, He flies around. He flies around. Yeah, I got more respect. Yeah. I took Thank a page you. out of his book, like I said, just admiring the fucking drifter in him. The fucking, let's not stay in one place for too long. That's that's trouble. Yeah, so, trouble. Let's get out there and see the world. Let's yeah. enjoy ourselves. Hey. Let's build good relationships. Yeah. Every guy you've Last ever played checked, with, by the way. Last time I checked, fucking one lap of this fucking earth. It's not a problem. Yeah. Make them fucking most And Kami, one thing I take pride in, and Obi as well, because we left the game and we have great friendships, is like, you leave the game and you have these fucking great relationships with the guys that you play with. Of course. And, and that's all you can ask for when you leave a, a sport. It's that's like it. you want to be known as that fucking guy that battled with your team. He was a great guy. He set up all the fucking nights out that the guys fucking can't even talk about. Yep. But you know what I mean? And, and that was one thing. <laughs> that's that, to get through if a If you podcast. talk to a guy that played with you, it's the first thing they bring up is yeah. like, fuck, we, we battled, and he is the best guy to be around. And that's, that's, that's the, the ultimate, ultimate compliment, compliment. It is. In our game. 100%. Yeah. At the, the end of the day. Seven years, or I guess eight, it's coming up on eight, being out of it. Uh, for me personally, what, and I had a fucking blast doing it, and it was, a, it was the greatest thing in the world while, while it lasted. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I would say anytime my phone buzzes and it's somebody that I used to play with and, and the relationship that I maintain, the Tampa guys, which I was fucking barely there. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I touched the puck in those <laughs> games. We're doing that fucking bullshit trap that Boucher had. Like, this is that dumbest fucking thing. Did you thing. guys start that fucking what? thing? Oh, my God. You guys, Dude, wouldn't, guys you wouldn't go in the zone. Wouldn't go in the zone. I oh wasn't God, there I when it started. That. He I put me right that. in front of the net. I can't skate. I'm, I'm the worst skater on the ice. I remember that. He puts that me in front dude. of the fucking goalie. Everybody's coming down. I'm flat-footed. I'm like, okay. Thanks, yeah. Oh, I, mean, I ain't getting there. Operation like, Human is, Shield. Yeah. You just is there, stay there. Is there any worse feeling as a D-man when you're flat-footed? Oh my God. Any position in the NHL when you're flat-footed, you're, you're like, I'm fucked. And you know you can't I catch up. I had this defense partner call me, Cody Franzen. Great guy. Sure. Great little wrister. I get traded in Nashville. I'm like, listen, just go D to D. Do not keep shooting up the wall. And it hits a skate. And, yep. it's, and now I'm flat-footed. It took him a couple months to finally realize. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to fight you in practice if you keep doing yeah, it. If you fucking keep hanging me out to dry If you here, put me in foot races, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. It's the worst 
man. in the fucking world. Guys like this like, guy oh, buzzing, you're like, oh, God. Strong side post, strong side Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick up, box, stick up, box, stick up. Call me. I could do this all day with you. We don't want to keep you, but let's get you back on. Yeah, definitely. Now that I got your number, we're going to tee it up, buddy. You're a legend. Always good to see you. Thanks a lot, buddy. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Yeah, anytime, fellas. I appreciate it. Up dog, we did it, fella. We did it again. Um, the pro am is is a wrap. Pro am is a wrap. Pro am. I yeah. felt like a professional today. Yeah, I was, out of the pro and the am, I felt like I was the pro. And well, you too. Yeah. What would you say? Yeah, I, I felt like we're uh, we're getting the hang of this yeah. thing here, right? We're I getting... mean, I beat half the golfers here this morning. Oh yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Early no, birds. We you, were early birds. You were the first one on the course. I, think. I want to say thank you. Just uh, a quick moment to thank the Thunderbirds. Yes. Uh, my boy Dodge Earnhardt, Shane Thompson. Darcy Hortichuk, who Absolutely. showed us around this morning and who ended up coming on. Fantastic guy. Our boy Blake, who picked us up in the parking lot. Beauty. The Thunderbirds, what an incredible event. All for a great cause, great kids. Um, this tournament, OB, is something spectacular. Yeah, it's just getting humming, too. And it's just getting <laughs> it's humming. It's just getting started. Yes, it is. Um, to DraftKings, thank you for having us at the sports book here. This was unbelievable. Hall Pass Media, Maxi, uh, A-Hall, Princey. Uh, and then we had some incredible guys on, right? Keegan Bradley, Steeler, Hortichuk, uh, Max Holma, who was, you know, tired from a long day. He was fighting ready. traffic, yeah, yeah. And then the main traffic. attraction, Mike Commodore, a guy we're dying to talk to. So thank you to those guys. Um, it was a great day. I'll be sitting here in the shade, which was nice. It was yeah, awesome. it was a great day. No, yeah. you know what? I think this is a it's an exciting start to an incredible weekend. We got waste management open. We're here in beautiful Scottsdale. We have the Super Bowl coming up. DraftKings doing some big things for that. This is a moment, second stop on the fella tour for you and I, big fella. Yeah. Um, a chance to really bring fans into the life of not just our podcast and what we, you know, what we love and what we think about, what we say, and what we do, but just about life in general. Look at this place. This place is beautiful. There's a lot of people out here sharing great moments. It is beautiful, um, huh? I, you know, that inside 16 stadium, you know, and you and I, we buzzed around there for a little bit today. The tunes are pumping. The drinks are flowing. I mean, it's an incredible moment. I think, you know, I think the Phoenix Coyotes ought to, you know, in the NHL, ought to figure out a way to get an ice rink built inside that stadium to do a little, you know, golf classic slash ice, ice just, hockey game. Just so, play your home games at the, at the 60. Just play them in there. There's more fans that will show up in there. It Thinking was, there's a hockey game here. But. It was bumping in there, Ups. I mean, uh, you went in twice. I went in once with Horty, and then you and A-Hall went back in, and I – just so decided to come back and hang out in the shade with the boys. But it was rocking in the end of the day. Tomorrow will be fun to bet on some golf stuff through DraftKings. Like every shot you can bet on there and then who's going to play. And um, Yeah, it was great. I'm excited for tomorrow. I'm excited for tomorrow. I'm excited for tonight. You're excited for tonight. I cannot to wait if for I tonight. If I keep drinking these pineapple mango things here, eventually i got to get drunk, don't I? Then I'll be I think so, yeah. It's a little bit about hydrating at the same time as getting that little buzz, you know? Yeah. So, but just let, let's again, a huge thank you to the Thunderbirds. Huge thank you to the Waste Management Open, DraftKings. Draft this incredible, uh, you know, they basically built a sports book, yeah. which is the beginning of what can be a casino on this golf course yeah, at amazing. some point. So, uh, all past media again, six set up for the boys. Yeah, we're excited. We're going to stay out of trouble tonight, find a little bit of it. A little it, bit of it. You know? I want to watch the. I don't want to see you go to bed too early. No, 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 not okay, too good. early, not too early. But I want to watch the Steelers second round, and we got the big guy coming in tomorrow. I want to, I want to have a little something left in the yeah, tank. I don't think I have an off switch for this weekend. No, so. no, you've been buzzing. So, um, I'll be thank you again, everyone. That was awesome. I mean, we did it. We got we got in the can. Of course. Would you call gonna... it golden hour here? We got the golden. We hour. are we, the golden hour is upon us, my friend. And if the sun was shining on us right now, we would be looking sharp.
I know. We look like I we feel... actually have a tan because we don't. We've been we've been stuck in these ice rinks over the. I'll tell you who had a tan. Winter. Max Homa had a tan going. Max Homa's got everything going. He's a good guy. Guy's got he? some style. He's, a good, He's guy. good. Our golfers have everything going. Keegan Bradley is an absolute beauty. It's so good to see him. Like you know, I met him when he was struggling. You know, I'll, I'll tell you what. I followed him around the Canadian Open, um, where he was making like bogey, double, bogey, and I, I stopped watching because you're like, holy shit. And then you know, hanging out with him in Newport when he was like, and now to see how much success he's having. Uh, hard work pays off. You know that, you know. We know yeah, that. no. He actually told a story of enjoy the battle back to where your game has been. You know, and yeah. that's the challenge that Ernie Els actually talked to him. And his funny joke, which you, the fans will hear, well, well that was Ernie, er, Ernie fell from first to seventh place. Yeah, in the yeah, world. yeah. So enjoy that battle back. Yeah, that was Keegan. He's like, yeah, that was a real fall there, eh, Ernie? <laughs> oh, you're talking about Steeler. Yeah, okay, no, okay. I was talking so about no, yeah. Um, all right, we're a little off, so it's time to go have a few pints. We'll see yeah. everyone in the bird's nest. Diplo, here we come. Let's go. Mr. Curfew.